Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome back to the Rotating Heroes podcast. We're on Arc 1, Episode 5, the final episode of the arc. We're joined, as always, so far, for the last time. <laughs> uh, except for the arc bark, but maybe, I don't know, in the future or something. Maybe some kind of reunion episode that comes later. Yeah. Um, we can just hang out like as friends. <laughs> I could also see that phrase written on a on a little tea satchel you know where they put like inspirational quotes mm-hmm. as always mm. f- for now yeah. for the once again time. as always so far yeah. for the last time <laughs> big curly it's font it's like a koan that you're like oh, yeah wow yeah mm. so true mistakes are poetry yeah <laughs> meditate on the passage of time uh, uh we're joined today by the politest trio that i can imagine <laughs> oh gosh first off Emily Axford. Hi, Zach. I just want to take this time to say thank you so much for having me on. It's been a thrill ride. Um, it's been oh a roller God. coaster, um, in but like a gentle one, you know, like one that's fun well, thank you. and not one that I get back pains from. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I didn't know. It painted a picture of your experience with roller coasters. I went on I something called that. the Head Scrambler one time, and I had a headache <laughs> for like three days. Oh. <laughs> it's in the name. It's in the name. I know. It was. Brain Scrambler, maybe? That's what it was called. <laughs> and also Siobhan Thompson. Hi, Zach. Thank you so much for having me. It is uh, a what? teacup, both in terms of the ride and in terms of the thing that you drink tea out mm. of. Uh, just, just an absolute soothing delight to be here. The tea, the soothing teacup ride. I love it. <laughs> it's a teacup ride, but you're not spinning it. You're just kind of sitting in the teacup, having a nice yeah, time yeah, yeah. with your friends. Totally. 
<laughs> Sounds like a uh, maybe an outdoor seating. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're just like slowly promenading <laughs> around the ride. <laughs> that would be nice. Outdoor seating that just kind of drifted around. Yeah, <laughs> like, lovely, yeah. <laughs> like a rotating restaurant. Uh, yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. And finally, Michael Trapp. Zach, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> what? It's oh, been, you're welcome. It's been like um, like one of those Viking ship rides that that like you know rock you, but it's but in a very gentle way. Like um, I don't know. I guess kind of like a porch swing, but if it were a giant Viking ship. And I thank you <laughs> for sharing that experience with us. Oh, like the ride, the ones that. Yeah, oh yeah, it's that, it's been a ride, but it's been yeah. it's been very, you know, it's been gentle and and fun. That's the yeah. ride that maybe has this slightly shorter line than the rest of the rides. And yeah, like, that ride scares the shit out of me. I hate the Viking. I do. I, I honestly, I, I hate those rides. Hate I don't. It. Like, it's it's just it's just the drop feelings. It's like the when I was a kid and I, on those rides, I would go to the top and jump. <laughs> You're crazy! Oh my god! <laughs> you just go into the shoulder straps. I hate you, really madman. You really get weightless. You know, I only liked a. I only enjoyed a uh, amusement park once in my life, or like the scary rides once. This is absolutely not. Let's just go on. <laughs> I'm in arc park mode. Get out of it, Emily. Get in the. Lagrange. Get out of arc park mode. We're in the serious finale. Get in the you zone, know the Emily. Finale? But this is the serious finale. Get in the fucking game, Oxford. You got long hair and blocked nostrils. <laughs> right. Ah, yes. My ass like hair. <laughs> Let's get into serious finale mode with a recap, shall we? Yeah. We shall. Last time, Turbine, Brenda, Elizabeth, and Astrid, or as you might call them, our team, started with their world tumbling down around them, or at least the elevator floor. Our team fell through the entire length of the obelisk, following the falling elevator floors that eventually smashed into the lobby, revealing the dark underbelly below the obelisk. With the help of Tradix's Modrons, they were able to dodge EMP blasts and spilling oil to land safely in the endless pile of tubes seemingly infecting the Bonbur mines. While figuring out their next move, they heard a scream and saw a twin in a tube rocketing off into one of the mine shafts. Thanks to Turbine's locate object, they followed the magical energy of a greasy rat tail clip to a Warforged lab of horrors filled with scrap tech, goop, and deadly Warforged monks. Twin in a tube sounds like a fun snack or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a sausage roll, but there's two sausages in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, like, like a pig in a blanket tube. kind of thing. Yeah. Twin in a tube, so you get two. <laughs> or just a hot dog, two hot dogs in one bun. Yes. <laughs> Mom, can we do twins in a tube tonight? <laughs> Did you do your homework? No. Uh, <laughs> we're thinking for the wedding that we might do like 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 real cheap past hors d'oeuvres, just like like little mini twins in a tube, you know. No, but that's fun. That's really fun, though. It's kind of like kitschy. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you know. Yeah. What kind of seventy? Twin in a tube truck. <laughs> we do artisanal twins in a tube. Twelve dollars for a twin in a tube? That's crazy. Yeah, but it's really good twins. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the monks were apparently in the middle of experiment. <laughs> no I'm, way out of that. No I'm, way so out of that. Sorry, I'm so sorry. No, no worries. It's fun. The monks were apparently in the middle of experimenting on the job seekers who already lost out on the competition and possibly Galfas. Though before they could cut into Noah, the now slightly dumber dwarf, our team got a surprise round on them and were able to dispatch two of the monks 
but unfortunately the third monk was able to get away through a pneumatic tube. With the remaining job seekers now rescued, Brenda Elizabeth was reunited with Bonk and Galfas. Galfas, though, seemed intrigued by the de-domesticator, causing the group to use the beam on him. The beam struck him and he radiated a purple light before gracing everyone with his true form and name, the mighty purple shimmering steed, Dazzleraz. And that brings us to today. Okay. So you guys are back in the lab. Some of the dwarves have started mopping up the goop. Like, this is disgusting. Just like kind of like <laughs> taking care of their mind, sort of. Uh, and then Tradix steps forward. He looks a little nervous, like he's been kind of stewing on something for a second. Okay, here's the problem. They know we're coming now, but I also know that he's underestimating all of you because you're a bunch of kids. Uh, hindsight being 2020, I probably wouldn't have allowed a bunch of children to enter the competition, but... As luck would have it, the children were the most powerful and skilled around, and you guys. You wouldn't have a bunch of children apply for a job. Yeah, yeah, it made. I didn't really think it through. Don't tell them we can't work here. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I'm hearing that. I'm hearing that. It seems like a bad idea, Uh, but I have to say, you rose to every challenge I put in your way. Um, Yeah, the nice thing about kids is that we don't know what our limits are. I mean, not yeah. all kids are like that. No, I know what everybody else's limits are, for example. <laughs> sure. Okay. My limits are limitless. <laughs> I have Betty limits. Interesting. Wow. I mean, you all have spunk. Um, he steps up to Turbine. He says, your, your love of the obelisk is so pure, yet you're also able to speak your mind in a place that I think in some ways could be intimidating for you. In fact, you all are able to do this. Uh, when I arrived at the obelisk, I was extremely scared. And rightfully so. Uh, it's just time that I was fully honest with you all. Um, he holds up a little projector that comes out of his watch. Is this story time? Because if so, I'm going to pass out juice boxes. <laughs> yes, uh, it would be a good time to pass out juice boxes. <laughs> I just make, give, I make gimme hands. hands. <laughs> 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 Everyone gets their juice boxes. I, I pull it at beautiful folding stool out of my bag. I didn't bring enough for anybody else, but I did you had that this whole time. myself. Wow. Uh, yes, I always have it. Well, just to briefly explain, he holds up a little projector that shows a holographic image of, of a gnome tilling soil with a little boy gnome trying to hold uh, an adult-sized tool next to him. Uh, I grew up far, far west of here in a boring little chunk of land my father farmed by trade, but his hobby was making toys. Uh, Tradix changes holographic slides to like show a little wooden soldier that looked like the one Tradix was manufacturing in the factory. Good, honest job. A lot of demand for toys I've noticed amongst my peers. Yeah, look at those yeah, toys. I mean, I loved them. I even tried to make some of my own. When I finished my chores, I'd, I'd go to the woods nearby and play with them. He, he changes slides, and you see Tradix holding a, like, a horrible looking glued together pile of sticks that just looks like nothing. He holds it up and moves it across <laughs> in front of his face going, oink, oink. Brenda Elizabeth, for the first time in her life, feels embarrassed for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's a he good looks- first effort. He, he like keeps um, playing with it. He's, he's, he's watching the footage as he like plays with it some more, like running through the woods. And he looks up and he sees a little boy elf with glasses. And then one day I met my friend Barney. He also liked toys. We see Barney hold up a floating Modron that does flips in the air. It's like, you know, it's very much the opposite of wooden sticks that don't even look like a pig. Uh, (laughs) At the time, I didn't know where he came from, and frankly, I didn't care. I I had a friend. 
Uh, whenever I can. I know how that up. goes. <laughs> yeah, I look pointedly at both Brenda Elizabeth and Astrid. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth. I'm just like reading a book. I'm not listening to the story and I'm definitely not making eye <laughs> Brenda Elizabeth makes sincere eye contact, nods, absolutely understanding. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, take it where you could get it when it's not a, one of your grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> he looks kind of sad um, as he continues on with the story. So yeah, whenever I could, I'd sneak off into the woods and we'd play. And then what you know as the war for Amalar arrived and changed our boring farm forever... Uh, the hologram changes to depictions of like fire and swords and explosions of arcane energy. We see Traddock's actually just running away from it. Uh, and he says, in the blink of an eye, my whole life was gone. And you see him running through the woods away from the farm. Uh, so I, I ran back to the only place that was safe that I possibly knew. And uh, you see him run into the woods where he and uh, Barney would play. We see him just like running around scared. Uh, he clutches his little toy soldier. Uh, nearby bushes rustle and he looks up even more terrified, but Barney runs out. Um, he grabs Stratix by the hand and runs to a nearby tree. Barney flips up a control panel on the tree and presses a few buttons and opens up like an elevator door that they uh, are able to hop in and they rocket down below the surface. And that's the first time I saw it, the facilitator. From the elevator window, you, you look out and you see Tradix, uh, see for the first time the obelisk underground. And it looks like, you know, when like they're building a space shuttle or like there's like all the scaffolding attached to a space shuttle so they can work on the outside. Um, but it also looks mm-hmm. basically complete. Um, as the elevator gets to the bar- bottom, Barney rushes Tradix off into the obelisk and into the lobby that you were in earlier. Upon entering, you see another familiar face, an adult elf with a metallic tin beard. Uh, he looks extremely cold. His eyes dart from Barney to Traddix, and you see his face fill with like a shock and then a rage. As, uh, as the tin Barnabas and Barney begin to argue, uh, the tin Barnabas like waves his hand and a modern picks up Traddix and whisks him off to a small side room. I wasn't allowed to see much of anything after that. I, I could only go into a few designated areas. Every now and then, Barney would be able to stop by and say hello but uh, this went on for a few years until one of the strangest most world-altering events we know of happened the creation of what you would know as the endless holt um we see Tradix playing with the motoron in a small dining area the the entire obelisk shakes violently and he falls over barnabas enters the area holding barney up uh he he swipes everything off the table and lies barney down he's clearly extremely hurt the tin barnabas opens up Barney's shirt, revealing a small clockwork piece on his chest and some deep, horrible wounds. Modrons hover around and do diagnostic tests on him and trying to repair the damage, but it seems like he's really far gone. Um, Barney holds his chest and then reaches out to Tradix and, and, and holds his hand. Uh, as Tradix approaches, he holds his friend's hand and then is forcefully pushed away by Barnabas. And as this happens, the light goes out of Barney's eyes. The tin Barnabas looks distraught at this, and then he looks up makes a couple of calculations in his head, seemingly, and leaves the room. And that was the last time I ever saw either of them. Tradix looks down in his hands, and he holds a copper device that was in Barney's chest. The hologram changes, and Tradix is now a little older. But a, a while later, the facilitator suddenly began rumbling in an alarm broadcast. Uh, warning, collision incoming, brace for impact, and all the doors suddenly open. Uh, we see the older, the slightly older Tradix wander the halls of the MP- of the empty facilitator, red lights flashing. 
He finds a control room of sorts, a screen reads relocation protocol engaged. Tradix panics and presses every button, like trying to figure out what to do. None of them seem to be doing anything. Eventually, he buckles himself uh, in and like braces for impact. And we see that he sees the Bonber Mountains ahead of him. He braces for a really long time. <laughs> and then he stops bracing because it's moving really slow. Then he just kind of sits there. And then he comes back and he has a sandwich. <laughs> and then it finally hits the mountains. And it hits with such a force that he, he goes flying. Everything goes flying. Shit breaks everywhere. Gadgets fizzle. Smoke billows out of pipes. Eventually, a, a figure helps him up. Uh, he looks up and he sees uh, bubbles, the brain in a jar with arms and legs. Coffee? Water? It says. The adjacent room filled with robotic parts just has flown open and Tradix looks to the pieces on the floor. There's like arms and legs and even a metallic looking beard. He looks up from those broken pieces on the ground to the screen that says, what next, Barnabas? And that's the end of his presentation. He presses the button on his watch. The holograms go back in. Uh, and that's uh, basically my story. He takes off his clockwork necklace that you recognize now to be the piece that was in Barney's chest, and he and he hands it to Turbine. Uh, I I don't think the ten Barnabas would see this coming. Uh, to wear it around your neck will help. It'll make certain things easier. But he pauses for a second. Uh, but to to wear it like Barney did in your chest—that's the real power of it. Uh, but I have to warn you, it'll fundamentally change who you are i was always too scared to take that step so he gives it to turbine turbine has actually been uh screaming uh for about uh two ever since the thing touched his hand but it's been at such a pitch that's so high that no one can actually hear it it's just been like an open mouth your mouth is so open and there's juice pouring out of it but i don't hear anything (laughs) mop and and, astrid just has her hand out for her present which obviously is coming next mop and dazzle raz are are holding their ears uh dazzle raz is running around he doesn't have hands Uh, do you need me to guiding bolt that into your chest put it in my chest uh, yeah, just to be clear, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully, it's gonna change fully... me forever. I won't. I'll be a shadow of my former self. Put it in my chest. I'll be cl- It'll closer also be to okay the obelisk. Don't do that. I just want to say I won't be do... okay if I don't. It's do that. okay to be fundamentally changed by your presence, Turbine. I took a vow of chastity for my horse. <laughs> I know it's it really Dazzle sucks that Dazzle Raz Elizabeth. No, no, not at all. I, I'll, I'll have to talk with Dazzle Raz because I think that's kind of a weird thing to demand of you. But you know, I, that, that's your choice to Dazzle make, Raz and is this is my his choice head to make. Like a TV horse, like Mr. Ad. Like, I'm know. sure whatever the change this Dazzle Raz, if you want to come stay at the hotel with me anytime, there's always going to be a, there's a whole horse hotel that's that's attached to the hotel. You can just come stay anytime. Well, Astrid, if you decide to steal my present, it will work. Um, yeah, it, it just, uh, uh, Turbine's just, just, like, he's maybe not, like, he's, like, really talking fast, maybe not, like, really listening, but it is just the sort of, like, it's like, it's a chance to be as close to the obelisk as anyone, as anyone could ever have been. Yeah, of course, why wouldn't I take this chance? Okay, so what do you do? <laughs> um, uh, do, do I, is there a clear way for it to, like... Uh, not really, you saw that in the video, the guy had it in his chest. Um... Can I, uh, can I do, this This might be too gory, can I do a medicine check and see if I can just perform surgery on myself? Oh, and, like, and, uh, like, sure. and just, just, like, have, like, like, a weird, crazy, like, like, jeweler's loop, almost, of just, like, I've got, like, like, I'm basically, like, doing the same tinker shit I do when I'm taking machines apart, but I'm just doing it to my own body. So you're a biohacker now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. 
This is so sick. Uh, can I give him the help action? Yes. Um, I don't think Astrid knows anything about medicine, <laughs> but uh, I do think that she thinks that everything that she says is right. So. <laughs> and also, if you see someone performing surgery on yourself, you're probably going to offer to help yes. a little bit. Right? <laughs> my, uh, my first roll uh, was a total of 18. My second roll here is a total of 17. So I'll take that 18. So great. Tra- uh, so Turbine, you take the clockwork necklace and you take it off the chain and you're able to kind of, yeah, if you want to describe it. Yeah, uh, I, I like, I just, I, I take a moment just inspecting all the parts and like seeing how they move and what's going on. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I see. Oh, oh, of course, yes, this fits the chest. And then like, I just like reach into my pocket, like pull out this like extent, like a, a sort of like blade cutter scalpel and just like without even like tell, warning anyone that's gonna happen, just like cut <laughs> into like, my Stop! own chest. <laughs> no, it's cool, I got this, I got <laughs> this, guys, I got this. Just like break my own sternum. <laughs> and just, oh like, my God. Start, start asking <laughs> Astrid and Brendan, Brenda Elizabeth just like, oh, can you hand me I, that uh, screwdriver over there? Could you give me that? Uh, can you clamp that <laughs> that artery for me? That'd be I great. I think Brenda Elizabeth's help action is just her just punching it into your chest <laughs> as you do. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. sorry, uh, Astrid's uh, uh, help action. <laughs> and as it hits you, and as it like t- like combines with your chest, mm-hmm. everyone looks over at Turbine as he just starts to kind of float with this glowing copper looking energy his eyes open and you see clockwork (laughs) gears turning in his eyes you see sort of spectral versions of those flying around him uh turbine you're looking around and you are seeing with sort of a copper sheen now everything you're seeing makes more sense than it did moments ago and it doesn't feel like you're doing math or you have learned any specific new skills just something about it innately makes sense to you it's Hmm. not it just, it just makes sense. Yeah, it's the oval. Yeah, everything here makes sense. You start floating, and you also start feeling differently about things. Like you, there's, there's a bit of, um, I don't want to say it in a harsh or sad way, but the things that you were so excited about before are maybe a little less exciting because you know how they work now. Mm. Um, mm. You feel the lore that you loved so much before that kind of gave you your powers you feel that start to wane as this other thing happens and and you are you feel that fully leave you the puzzles have been solved all the all the puzzles have been solved all the mountains have been climbed all the mysteries have been revealed turbine you're now a sorcerer of the <laughs> clockwork soul <gasps> yeah <laughs> wow. uh, turbine you look different Ooh. Are you still going to hang out with me? I am. I am going to hang out with you. And I'll let you hang out with me as well. <laughs> Everyone is just kind of like looking at, at Turbine. He's kind of has like a copper glow, like a tungsten bulb. And then it sort of fades. So he's not like just this crazy glowing creature now. He almost looks more himself now. I've never noticed how weird the fabric of the universe looks. Have you guys ever noticed that before? No, I've never seen it before. Is it no. corduroy? Does it make a sound when you walk? Yeah, does it does it clash? Sorry, did you say is it corduroy? <laughs> <laughs> I always pictured that the fabric of the universe was corduroy. Just a stiff corduroy like three of my eight grandparents wear. Termite reaches out, touches the fabric of the universe, and it kind of goes like... I knew it. I knew it. I called it. Yeah. Yes, it's corduroy. so much. 
Yes, that explains it entirely. Yes, it was corduroy. That's why it seems so weird to me. Thank you, Brenda Elizabeth. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Bonk comes up to Brenda Elizabeth. He's like, that was actually uh, pretty smart. Um, uh, I, uh, <laughs> um, he spits up a little more goop. Bonk, thank you so much. I could only assume that you're coming here to begin what was going to be our inevitable courtship. Unfortunately, I have pledged myself to champion and dream of someday being just a woman in a harem of feral horsies. So, <laughs> Dazaraz goes, only you can hear this in your head. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. Didn't ever ask this. Didn't ever ask this. Um, we are bonded forever, uh, but <laughs> I, I, we have to communicate. <laughs> I know that you didn't ask for a harem. I say this back in my head. I know you didn't ask for a harem, but it just seems like a really nice life to be surrounded by horses. Okay, I just I think harem has. Can some I say? Can I say are... something? Can I say something here? It seems rude for Dazzleraz to insist on a harem when <laughs> Dazzleraz also insisted that Brenda Elizabeth remain chaste. That doesn't you really seem fair. Yes, that does seem. I'm not harem. <laughs> I'm sorry. I maybe don't understand. I thought harem just meant a group of people. Um, I think it. <laughs> I feverishly <laughs> looked through my growing to maturity pamphlet. <laughs> harems, harems, harems. Astrid definitely has get a harem on her vision board for the future. <laughs> and so she does exactly what a harem is. <laughs> oh, God. Raider pipes up and is like, uh, well, um, so I don't know that this group of people that was in the goop is probably necessarily suited to keep going. Um, uh, I have some healing I could dole out to them. I have a bit of a, uh, a bit of a good touch, if you will. Okay. I mean, that they look beat up, but they don't necessarily, like, um, you can heal them if you want, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give out some heals to these people. I think I do it by um, painting their nails with highlighter. And cool. So out. you guys take about 40 <laughs> minutes to paint <laughs> these nails. Uh, yes, <laughs> this is good. Uh, they they all like have high like highlighter kind of like they they look really disgusting and dirty because of the goop that they were just in but their oh, nails God. look great. <laughs> Good. Uh, Noah is like what's this was what we were supposed to be doing right? How how is their skin looking <laughs> underneath the goop? Does it look like dewy um, and moisturized? It looks really moisturized. Astrid spreads goop on her face as a face mask. <laughs> Sleepover. Okay. Brenda Elizabeth does the same. <laughs> Tradix is like, uh, hey, guys, it seems like we have to hurry up slightly more than this. <laughs> I'm with Tradix on this one. I know I maybe set this off by conducting surgery on myself. So that's on me. I'm going to I'm going to admit that one's on me. But um, I'll say that this counted as a short rest, the amount of time that you guys took here uh, oh, to great. do all these different, like, you know, between Galfast becoming Dazzle Raz and Trap becoming... Or, I mean, Turbine becoming Clockwork Soul Turbine. But Raider's going to pipe up again, and he's just going to So, you know, my mom is in charge of, like, the the efforts to dig back into the mine. So she kind of taught me how to do a lot of this stuff. So I feel like I know how to follow the tubes back to at least the bottom of the obelisk, and we could probably get out. I, 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 I could be in charge of that part of it if you guys are 
I don't know, gone further? That works for me. Can I clarify, Tradix, what needs our attention right now? See, I guess we are the elite team here. Oh, God. Well, to be honest, I don't know exactly what needs our attention. And uh, I think, from what I understand, the Ten Barnabas is further into the mine, probably within that city. Mm. And he said that things were too far along, so we probably should get on it um so there's something the tid tra- the tid barnabas is deep into the bide and we're trying to find him and stop whatever he's trying to make happen i stamp on the floor more to see if i can create like an echo location <laughs> for this <laughs> mop tin. is like holding his head a little bit and he's like um hey guys uh actually um <laughs> So, like, you know, they, they stopped before they, like, reprogrammed me and stuff, I guess. But um, I still, like, kind of feel connected to them. And so, like, um, I, see, I feel like a spiritual connection, not like I have to, like, follow in any religious zealot thing. Uh, so, like, I can kind of feel them over here. And he points to the pneumatic tube that that guy escaped through, uh, the Warforged guy. Um, so we could, uh, you know, maybe go this way. Okay. Tradix, before he does this, uh, takes out a little uh, capsule. And he, and he throws it on the ground. He's like, I almost forgot about this. It unfolds like like folding sheets of metal into a more portable version of the nap pod. And he's like, so this so this is um kind of a worse version of what was in the lobby. Totally oh, cool. In charge. So, <laughs> so if anybody wants to get the benefit, uh, get a little more juice going, uh, we can use that. Um, whoever needs it. I feel fully juiced after my procedure. I don't think I need more juice. I'm strong and full health. <laughs> I mean, I currently have only three spe- first level spells back, but I can spam cantrips. Get in the pod. Get in the get pod. The, get in the pod, Brenda Elizabeth. I, I, I wrestle. I wrestle Brenda Elizabeth into the pod. I have eight grandparents, so taking a nap while everyone watches me is no no new experience. <laughs> I fall asleep immediately, completely content with all eyes on me. <laughs> so you guys spend another 20 or so minutes watching uh, Brenda Elizabeth in the pod. I use some of the highlighter to put um, highlights in my hair. <laughs> I have a really creepy wheezing <laughs> snore. It sounds like an old man snore. Does she need like a CPAP machine or something? Should we be concerned about this? Probably should get some kind of, I, I don't know, yes. Uh, Turbine, you should probably get on that at some point, giving her I start building that. a CPAP machine. <laughs> <laughs> so Brenda Elizabeth has, has the benefits of a long rest. Wow, uh, so you yes. have your spells back, all that kind of stuff. Cool. As you guys are kind of plotting to what to do, Mop is leaning over at that uh, pneumatic tomb. He's like, I'm pretty sure we could just like go right into this. Um, and he leans a little too far in and he gets sucked into it. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Mop. We tubing? All right. I, All right. Uh, I, mount, I mount Dazzle Raz and uh, try to jump in. So it's kind of small, but Dazzleraz goes, I'm pretty confident I can get in there. And, uh, squeezes his horse you, body I'm into his too. It's like stuffing a sleeping bag in a stuff sack. It's just like, it's a little bit too big, limbs coming out. Uh. It's like kicking out. Everyone's like, be careful, be careful. Like, uh, like all the doors are like, I don't know if you should go in there. Uh, maybe you shouldn't be riding him while he's in there. Uh. Turbine also just sort of 
floats over to... I don't know if Termite actually floats. I just imagine him hovering like a half an inch above the ground now. <laughs> Doesn't do anything. It's just very, very... Termite's walking on his tiptoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm floating. <laughs> Guys, you see this? I'm like an e- a half an inch taller. I'm floating. <laughs> Uh, Grab described wow. this to me on a text thread when we were trying to figure out what this new tur- this new turbine was, and yeah, I like to think of him as like now like a Doctor Manhattan type, but he's also like a little kid pretending to be Doctor. Manhattan. <laughs> I'm just relieved he still wants to be friends with me. <laughs> that is the way the world should be. We will be friends. It's not even my choice. Whoop! Oh. Into the tunnel. <laughs> uh, Astrid, you go in. Yeah, I'm going to jump headfirst like I'm jumping down a water slide. I don't know if I can grab some kind of, like, sheet or something to, to be act as, like, a board. I don't know if anybody has, like, it's just like... Yeah, you find a piece of sheet metal on the ground right. that you jump on. Perfect. And you, like, you, you pick up speed. You're, like, hitting Tradix in the butt a little bit. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Go fast, you're going you a lot tiny faster. idiot. <laughs> uh, Don't you know about aerodynamics? You're flying around in this tube. It's like twisting and turning. It's clear too, so you can see out. Like it's really dark though, because you're underground. So you're. It's just you're. You're flying through darkness. Every now and then, though, you hit a spot that is lighting up. It's like surprisingly bright, and you're going past it pretty fast. But you see that they're like opals and little other gems within the rock that are magically sort of glowing as oh, you go by them. So it's sort of like you get so flashes cool. of light as you're going by it. Since I'm on Razzledaz, I have a free hand to doodle away. And this is prime. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to get one of those crystals or gems into my quill. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> thinking about putting one of these tube systems into the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have it. It's called like a garbage chute, right? Wow, I'd never thought of it like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what every garbage really chute looks like up. on the inside. It's <laughs> so clean in here. completely blown. <laughs> There's also like dub waiters too. <laughs> yeah. Wow, more like smart waiters, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Uh, so yeah, you keep flying through these. Uh, can I do a kind of check to see if I if I know anything about these gems? If they're if they're just yeah, you decorative can all do or... that. Yeah, that'd be great. Ashley, so, you can do it with advantage, but yeah. everyone can do it. Uh, you can make a like investigation or history or. While we do this, yeah. can I just get something off my chest that I just realized? Um, I don't have action surge. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that oh, really? until second level as a fighter. I was looking through to be like, oh, I wonder if Action Surge comes back from a short rest. And then I was like, hmm, where's Action Surge? I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm really wow, sorry. Wow, you cheater. <laughs> You're cheating cheater. in the game that we're playing. <laughs> in all fairness, my Action Surge did jack shit last time. So. Yes. Yeah, it, I didn't, you literally didn't do anything with it. So It's also a complicated character. I rolled it. I got a 19 for my history slash and investigation. I, a 17 for my history. And I a 15. So what you know from flying through these tubes, I mean, it's kind of hard to grasp because it's like you're literally on a like a roller coaster ride and and, do, and trying to think about history. Brother, history is a roller coaster ride through the mind, you know? The cool teacher is here. Hey, listen. <laughs> Turbine got cooler and so much more lame at the same time. Every time he speaks, I'm afraid he'll become too cool for me. You would know that like before the mines were completely like 
lost to this obelisk. The Bonber Mountains were filled with these opals and things that were one of the main sources of the industry for the dwarves that lived in the Bonber Mountains in, in Burmir. Not all of them glow, but like the mines themselves have a lot of things. Like there's a lot of precious metals. There's, you know, a lot of ore there. But then what makes this, I think probably one of the most notable points of this mountain range is that these these opals do glow and that's where the underground city gets a lot of its light from um so so yeah that's what you would know from the history checks you're finally spit out to the edge of this large cavern it's as big as that original cavern entrance you were in to the mines themselves uh and that's where you see it you're at the edge of the lost city of Burmir. you can make some more perception checks if you'd like sure uh but the yes. whole city looks do we see mop <laughs> <laughs> Mop is just standing there right in front of you looking. Ooh, I got a 21. And I got perception. an 8 on perception. Uh, actually, I did pretty well. And you just go with Astrid's 21. Cool. So, like, yeah, pretty pretty noticeable right away is that you're on the outer edges of the city. It's got, like, it's about the size of Aberdeen. It's not huge by any means. Uh, and you are in the area that would be more of, like, where the the trade and stuff would happen. It's a little outside of the keep's walls, which you see a little further in. Like, uh, the, the rock here is all hewn into, like, very specific, like, grid-like paths. There's, like, uh, very rectangular and square-shaped little um, homes and shops and stuff around you. You see these geometric-looking rectangular stone lamps with some of the little opals in them. Uh, with those, like, higher perception checks, you see that, like, all of them, or a lot of them, seem to be, like, kind of scratched and ripped uh, in very specific lines along, along mm. them. And it, and it almost looks like something was ripped out of them. So, like, something more ornate about the, like, design of them was kind of ripped out of it. Considering how, like, geometric everything is, these lines now look really decayed and, like, fractured. And a few of them are are fully busted. A couple of them are, like, broken in half. Some are broken in half with more of a, like, I would say, like, a sharper-looking break. That's what you would notice, I think, on those. And also on that check, you see, like, a few Warforged soldiers slowly walking in deeper towards the what you see as the center of the city, the keep. And Astrid, mm -hmm. you would know this just because of literally the painting in your family's uh, hotel. Cool. The keep is in the center of the city, and you can see the walls of it. You can't see over it yet, but you know that there is the opal of Burmir in the center of it, the largest opal there is, that has sort of a like moonlight glow in the painting in your family's hotel. It's very red right now. Oh. You can't really see into it, but you can see the red light from it. Well, that's that's not normal, right? It's it's not like it's like a is like a, like a mood ring situation, or is somebody doing weird <laughs> magic on that opal? That uh, is not good. I think I know mood jewelry. <laughs> I point to like five different mood rings I'm wearing. Wow, there's a lot That's on your toes no as well. <laughs> it's really clammy. You have ten toes, and I'm telling you, that's more than that's more. It's room for more than ten toe rigs, you know. Mop is like, can I get one of those? <laughs> Absolutely. I hold out my I hold out my foot like a dainty woman's hand. <laughs> Do I have to like rip them off? Is that the price I have to pay? <laughs> Mop takes a toe ring off and puts it on his toe. Pretty cool. I feel like we witnessed something really special here today. Everybody. I, I whisper to Astrid, I don't know much about this, but 
are we buried now? <laughs> you just let an adult man take a ring off the <laughs> foot. <laughs> Dazzle Raz, are you okay with this? Are you okay? Does this violate the thing you made Brenda Elizabeth, the like the chastity thing? Oh no. I think it's okay, but have I forsaken my vow? <laughs> This conversation made me inhale deeply, like out of surprise, and a hair went down my throat. Uh, Brenda Elizabeth stills herself, uh, replaces the replaces the stirrup pant uh, from her legging back onto her foot, and retreats to the fringes. Dazzleraz says uh, to Brenda Elizabeth, "They can't understand what I'm saying, but I just." Be, I can understand them, and and would you tell him that that is not what I said? <laughs> I understand that you have something going on right now, but I think I just got married. Look, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. He gets, he's like flustered, and <laughs> wow, Dazzleraz seems really upset. It was for Astrid. You guys also hear like a. And you and you see Tradix fly out of the tunnel behind you guys. It like, ah. hits the ground pretty hard. Okay, I'm uh, I'm here too. Probably not going to be that much help in sort of the fighting situations, but I'm here. Um, it, it is as it should be. Maybe you could put me in one of the bags on that horse. Are we going to yes. sneak Please with do. this very visible horse towards where the the, op- the giant opal is? Since you mentioned Dazzle Raz's saddlebags, uh, he does have three <laughs> saddlebags, as many as I have wristwatches. But yes, let's sneak towards the opal. <laughs> I also agree we should sneak towards the opal, and I also think that Dazzle Raz's saddlebag sounds also like a like it a twin like tube the situation. Cafe that we open that's like has a pen of feral horses. <laughs> Are we eating the horses? Is that what's going on? It's very confusing branding. No, it's like the stuff, the food you would find in Dazzle Raz's saddlebags. <laughs> Just a bunch of oats. <laughs> that's a definite that's definitely a restaurant name I get wrong 90% of the time. Razzle Dazz's Battle Sacks. Razzle Maz's That to me sounds like Okay, I'm not gonna be <laughs> Oh. Did you ever get the apple snack at Dazzle Raz's Saddlebags? The apple snack at Dazzle Raz's Saddlebags is very good. <laughs> As a married woman, I have to say it's time that we get on track, folks. <laughs> um, we're not married. Uh, I I just gotta I gotta throw that out there. We're not married. Um, okay, I'm creep. A robot man now. You're an, an adult robot man, and that's a child bride. And that's how is on it? You. What is the not creepy thing to say right now? Tell me what that is. <laughs> I I think we've kind of too far gone, man. You just shouldn't have married yeah. her. I think is like the situation. You no, know, when when you find yourself in a hole, you gotta keep. You gotta Mop stop takes digging. off the, the mood ring and throws it as far away as he can. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, now I think we know what mood he's in. Yeah, yeah. Mildred gave that to me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get you a new one. Or, no, I won't. Actually, I won't. I won't I'm not going to do that. Um, Astrid, what does it mean if he's buying me rings? Yeah. So how do you guys uh, continue to approach the city uh, or the keep's walls? It seems pretty deserted in the outer edges. Okay. Um, All right. What you can tell is that there's more going on in the keep. All right, let's... Can we like sneak, slink through the yeah slink wherever it's like shadowy if we can try to sort yeah of would you tip to all our way like through. if I passed 
if I passed cast without trace. Yes. <laughs> Did you someone get, pass cast yeah, here? Yeah, I passed cast. Jesus. <laughs> I can smell it. Yeah. It smells like trace yeah. in here. <laughs> so it reeks of Dazzle Raz's saddlebag. <laughs> what does Brenda Elizabeth's uh, pass without trace look like? Um, I <laughs> I give us all super Brenda Elizabeth adjacent makeovers, so everyone's got <laughs> glitter, sparkles, so many sparkles on them that it actually deflects light. Wow, it's like camo, but it's bright pink. Yeah. <laughs> like very 90s you, Spice Girls. It's a look that's so humiliating, people can't help but look away from you. Yeah. <laughs> So humiliating. Jesus, no don't! I can't. Oh God! Everybody looks like they have Elmer's glue with sparkles on it. Uh, all over. It's uh, really embarrassing. None of you can even look at each other. There. Now people will avoid eye contact, just like we want. So you guys continue to sneak forward closer to the keep itself. You get closer towards the main entrance of the keep. And you notice that there are like higher up walls around it with one big sort of drawbridge entrance. And looking forward, uh, you see hundreds of Warforged bots gathered. And it looks just sort of like a crowd at first. But as you look closer, they're lined up really orderly. And they mm. all seem like they're plugged into wires. And the, the stragglers that you saw coming up are, are plugging themselves in and sitting down. It feels military. Or like an old school assembly. It feels like uh, a cross between an old, yeah, like they're all like in an assembly for sure. Military in that they, yeah, are definitely warforged fighting robots that you saw earlier. Like they all look like the ones that you saw before. Where's their attention? They're just, are they just sort of like milling about or is it like all eyes are on one specific spot or something? So as you walk up, you see that they're looking at something in front of them. You kind of can't see it's a little obscured because what they're looking at is raised up and you're looking through a straight entrance. There's like steps up to get on top of the like keep walls if you'd like, or you could go straight into there, but um, there's there's a way to get an advantage point if you're trying to see better. Can oh. we send Mop in there? Cause he's a Warforged. Yeah, or whoever has the best uh, stealth baby. Is there any place we can like climb up from where we are and get like mm -hmm. a bird's eye view? Yeah, that's what, oh, sorry, if that was unclear. Like, the keep wall, within the, like, entrance, there's some steps up to get on top of the wall and be over this crowd. Oh, yeah, let's do that. I think we could all do point. that, right? Because we're all pretty stealthy right now. Right, how good is yeah, that yeah, yeah. horse at climbing? Dazzle Raz could do anything. <laughs> every time every time we stealth with this horse, I imagine, like, a cartoon horse, like, tiptoeing like, <laughs> on hooves. <laughs> bing, 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 Just, like, such a quiet yeah. lack of horse hooves. <laughs> these are like the battlements like so it's like they're they're designed to have a lot of people on them you're able to like go up these steps pretty much no problem everyone is scared they're gonna get kicked in the face by Dazzle a little bit but outside of that you're able to get up there so you get up onto the battlements and you are able to see what they are all looking at they're all pointed facing the great hall of Burdom which was sort of like, you know, has the throne room, et cetera. Like that's where the place was ruled from. Mm -hmm. On top of it is the opal of Burmure, but there's a lot of scaffolding around it. And sitting basically just wrapped around the opal itself is a giant warforged body. It's, it looks like it's metal is, it's like, it's, it's a metal body, but it's seemingly like melted down 
It's got swirls of like gold and silver, just sort of like they just recently forged this. And it's for, is it is the opal as if it's the heart or the navel of the Warforged, or is the Warforged just protecting the... Uh, yeah, when you say wrapped around, is it like, is it built around, or is it like wrapping limbs around? Yeah. It's built around, so okay. it's like, this is a part of its body now. Okay. Uh, and it is glow, it's starting to glow red. Uh, and ah. all of these... All of these smaller Warforged are plugged into something. You see all these wires going up to it, and the wires end at, at a control panel on the top of the Great Hall that has uh, a familiar face or a familiar figure, a familiar brain. Uh, <laughs> a, Son of a gun, that tiny little robot. It's Bubbles. <laughs> it's Bubbles. You see Bubbles like clicking and clacking and pressing a bunch of buttons up there, working on something. Okay. Never trust a brain. Never How trust we- a servant to do a <laughs> job. <laughs> How do we want to approach this? I almost kind of wish that we could just uh, take a safe enough distance and secretly slice all of these wires. You know, like a point yeah. where the mm. wires are, where he can't see us, where the brain can't see us, but we mm-hmm. they're still close enough together that we could just slice all the wires. Yeah, does Bubbles have good, like, uh, cable organization? Is there a place where all the wires are bundled together that we can just slice through? <laughs> That's a really good question. Please, uh, please, Zach, detail Bubbles' um, <laughs> corner. So uh, Bubbles is an expert of cable management. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe um, Turbine, make a Tinkerer's or uh, a Tinkerer's check if you still have that. If not, I'll let you use like a charisma or a persuasion just because that's how your your knowledge of this world is kind of manifesting now. Sure. I don't know if I do still have the Tinker check because I think sure. that was like tied to tied to maybe. I, I, I honestly, I I, I, I kind of lost track of things, but uh, I don't see it anywhere immediately evident on my. I have a tinker's tool. You lost track of things when I made you change class? Yeah, a little, a little, a little bit. A little bit. I lost wow, it. I okay. can't find All things. Right. I have tinker's tools. Know your character uh, that you got two seconds ago. I know. Um, what uh, What check am I? What check should I, what am I doing? I think it makes sense to uh, use charisma okay. for this. And I think if you wanted to use persuasion, I think that would be fine. And uh, Tradix can help you if you'd like. Sure. I'll do a persuasion check with advantage. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Cool. That is an 18 and a 16. So let's do that 18. It's kind of a trade-off. Mm-hmm. You're looking at all these cords. They're going to the front of the Great Hall and climbing up to the top of it. From where you guys are, you're on the, the keep wall. You can go around and get on top of the roof, no problem. You could just like walk to the side and have e- immediate access to that. But if you go back down in there and try to cut the cords on these guys, if you're trying to cut the cord, you know... Um, <laughs> It feels like the only reason that these guys are dormant is because they're plugged in. Does anyone have any spells or like that they would like to try to like understand this or anything like that? Or is oh, there any? Let me see if I have any that would help me understand. I mean, I could do an augury to be like, is it good if we cut these cords? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for free, I would give you that. If you cut the cords, they'll just wake up and you'll have to fight hundreds oh. of robots. <laughs> okay, everybody. Let's not cut the cords. What is our path to the control panel where Bubbles is right now? So the control panel and the bot itself are on top of the Great Hall. So the Great Hall has this like big flat roof as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of like spires in it in front of the like legs. He's basically just on a computer in the crotch of the giant uh, <laughs> robot. <laughs> 
And since you're on the battlements of this place, like the battlements like actually go to the side and around it, but connect. Like there's like a little bit of a bridge to that area on top. It's like basically the size, it's basically the size of two soccer fields uh, with that's like, like in front of the robot, the giant robot on the on the roof of the building is a huge area. That's how large the giant robot is. It's gargantuan in size. Could be as big as like 40 feet tall. Wow. So yeah, so th- there's this giant creature there, but like uh, there's probably about 100 feet in front of him on top of that building. And there's no dwarves anywhere. It's just robots and it's just bubbles. If you look closer at some of the Warforged robots, you can see that since they, the process to make them Warforged sort of emulates the form that they had, a, a good chunk so of them warforged. are Warforged. Nice. Warforged. I mean, I'm mad about it, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I think, we, should we just try to creep yeah. up on bubbles here? I think let's do that. Uh, as we get close, I think I am going to activate my dragon mode giving me cons- uh, advantage on concentration checks so I put on my little uh, dragon costume and I'm going to cast <laughs> summon beast and I'm going to summon <laughs> another horse <laughs> wait hold on Brenda Elizabeth how, how is that horse going to ride your other horse if only there was some I product. specifically a horse that knows how to ride side saddle. <laughs> we need some kind of saddle, that, like a saddle for horses to yeah, ride other yeah. horses. So you're going to stack the horses across each other. <laughs> it's like a Jenga tower. Yes. You wished to be reunited, right? It looks exactly like, Dazzleraz is like, this is, looks just like my father, but... I don't know that he's in there. <laughs> oh, oh, but sometimes maybe it's just nice to see him. It is. They like nuzzle. <laughs> okay, I'm ready now. He munches on his like back, and he like gets kind of mad. They, like, <laughs> they play like horses. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to do before you get closer? No, I just hit things. I'm looking at the corduroy of the universe, and I uh, <laughs> sure. S- Sure seems like things are gonna go down pretty pretty hard pretty fast here. So I'm gonna just go I'm gonna go all out here. Can I twin spell haste on both Brenda Elizabeth and Astrid? Yes! I love haste. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh how does uh Turbine do this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so just like I, 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 so I sort of like just believe this is a little bit of just sort of backstory, but I imagine like turbine, the way turbines personality manifests in this new version is like if he was this like just hyper geek before, this is like hitting the nth level of geek where it's not even like excited about learning stuff. It's just like, oh, I know everything now and <laughs> I'm so excited to mansplain it to everyone. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. uh, it's That's like, your God. subclass, mansplainer. <laughs> mansplaining. I just imagine turbine being like, it's like, you know, Astrid, I 
uh, saw your form back there, and I think if you could, uh, if you just straightened up a little, it was just like, so it's going like I all long. I killed him. Ow. Okay, I do deserve that, but I think that, Concentration breaks on the spell. You both do not have haste anymore, and in fact are exhausted. You have a level of exhaustion. But yeah, I think Turbine is just sort of like, like it's like he sees the way the universe should be, and so it's just like, it's like, oh, wait, of course, if you, if this is like this, if this is like this, I like almost like a chiropractor too, just like cracking people backs and be like oh yeah if you do this there everything's adjusted everything's as it should be and just so you have that so you know what's going on here that is uh, until the spell ends the your speed is doubled you get plus two bonus to ac you have advantage on dexterity saving throws and you get an additional action on each of your turns that action can only be used to take the attack dash disengage hide or use an object action when the spell ends you can't move or take actions until after your next turn you get you get, you get a sugar crash. <laughs> Pretty good. Wow. Turbide, you really are still my friend. <laughs> I'm just looking out for everyone. I just want things to be as they should be. Uh, would you consider being hired to cast this on me all the time? <laughs> Astrid humming with energy. Uh, so cokey right now. <laughs> just like I just have all of these ideas, and I just, I just, I, I, I really think we can get them through. Astrid, you don't even have to hire me. I'll do it for free. I don't want, I don't want an employment relationship yes, to affect our yes, friend relationship. Yes, I grabbed her <laughs> by the shoulder. Yes, eyes watering, just <laughs> nostrils so flared. While I have your enthusiasm, can I just repitch? The saddles for dolphins. <laughs> oh my I'll god! I'll talk to my father about it. I'll talk to my father about it. I think that it has Tranix something and that... Mop are both like. It sounds. It still sounds pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's because you're not hasted. You I, I need to. Uh, I Tranix across the room. I just fucking fully throw him. Tranix pings in the sky like Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys go around and approach the yes. roof? Yeah. Okay. I very, I very quickly sneak. I just <laughs> realized that if I summon the beast, that will dismiss Pass Without Trace. Do you guys still want Pass Without Trace? Yeah, I think Pass Without Trace is maybe more useful than a horse right now. <laughs> but right. it's up to you. We'll hold off on the horse then. <laughs> okay, so you did not cast the horse. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna say maybe we actually have the okay. horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's we did. All right. Yeah, it already happened. Uh, we're yeah. passing with trays. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. We are passing with you trays. Gotta, you gotta, gotta get your Look, priorities in order, and that grandpa yeah. was as much for a baby. Just got in front of hundreds of robots. <laughs> Well, they are we, we went from went from being so sneaky to appearing suddenly with two horses stacked on top of me. <laughs> like, <"Whoa!" laughs> no one look this way. Look, I just got married and hasted. My life is really confusing right now. Not married. Not married. <laughs> um. Hey, everybody! It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. 
It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Wow, okay. So you guys walk around the, the outer rim of the fortress walls, and as you approach the great hall on the side where it's sort of connected, you get a little closer and you hear a very creepy voice say, Coffee? Water? Uh, water coffee? And Bubbles, a.k.a. the Tinned Barnabas, turns around from his control panel. He's You, you guys are still, like, 200 feet away from you and he just knew you were there he turns around just his upper torso just turns his legs are still facing the computer panel uh, and he and he just looks at you and waves and he says the doors of this city clearly had much pride in their home while extremely primitive to us their constructions are well built but the most valuable asset here by a mile is this and he points to the the opal of Burmir. Jewels of this size and with these magical properties are exceptionally rare and work extremely well as a conduit, a spell focus of sorts. The Barnabas have always collected data and pursued higher knowledge from our world and then eventually others. Another world that we found showed us the true order of things. The multiverse is governed by a series of laws. These laws govern everything around us. There is no good or bad or morality. The illusion of choice is not optimized. 
and that is what the Gilded believe. The Warforged dormant below you still somehow echo this sentiment. They just say, the Gilded, the Gilded, the Gilded. Bubbles sort of like kind of nods at them. I don't like that, no. (laughs) I mean, if I were in your position, I would start a children's choir as well. Yeah. But that is why, uh, since no one really listens to me, that's why we have to bring the Prime One here to lead and guide our new chapter of the Gilded. Where is the Prime One coming from? Well, there are certain rules that must be followed. Those that are small and insignificant enough like us can cross through different planes. A god cannot cross into the material plane with their body. That complete lack of respect for the multiverse's laws would rip a god to shreds. Their infinite magic would be lost, but... And he motions to the gargantuan warforged body behind him. The godwalker technically abides by the rules. There's too much chaos in our world, and this must be countered. The Gilded will follow the greater laws. The order of things must be respected. No, this is wrong. This isn't This isn't how this should be. I, if I know something, it's the obelisk. None of this should be right. This is all fucked, guys. <laughs> yeah, that jewel should be mine. That's my legacy. <laughs> I agree. This is asteroids. <laughs> this is a, this is a perversion. Label. Perversion of everything that the, the obelisk should be. I don't like this one bit. You're essentially trying to tear the corduroy of the universe to get your own god in here. Yeah, why don't you consider what the fans want from the obelisk? Yeah. <laughs> the fans wanted a museum. At least my grandparents did. Yeah. Who cares about old people? <gasps> <gasps> I do. Um, wow. There's nothing more. The old people are the glowing gems of our society. <laughs> You you value this opal for its age, and yet my, not my grandparents. The hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. My daddy's back, the oldest person I know, and he's perfect. <laughs> Bubbles presses a button, and you hear something stepping and stepping and stepping. And around from the side of the Godwalker, a larger. It's almost like a mini version of the Godwalker, a demi Godwalker, uh, chunkier. <laughs> yeah, a demi Godwalker. Uh, a demi is only it's, half. <laughs> it's a huge construct. It is has the same sort of swirling metal on it as uh, as the the Godwalker mm-hmm. itself. It walks around and, and sits right in front of Bubbles. He climbs up onto it and plugs himself into this machine, and its eyes go red. It holds up its arms, and one of them is an axe. And one of them is a big cudgel, and it looks at you guys. What do you guys do? <laughs> I go into a rage. <laughs> um, I've activated my abilities, so I think I just, I mean, I'd love to just fucking guiding bolt the fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the loser. Can I just get a little blocking here just to make sure I understand what's going on? We have the giant, the, the giant gargantuan god thing with the big opal. We've got the demigod walker. And then is Bubbles Bubbles a part of the demigod walker, or the demigod yeah, walker like is just sort of? It, right? Is it like Krang? Like Krang? <laughs> That's what I pictured. Let's roll initiative, and I'll give you a, a lay of the land, and also tell me how you guys are positioned. So I have a question. So um, I know that I, I know that by uh, Horsey that I summoned. What's the name of of Dazzle Rise's dad? Razzle Daz. <laughs> Dazzle Rise's dad is Razzle Daz. So I summon, I, su- Razzle Daz goes after my initiative. Does Dazzle Raz, do I roll a separate initiative for him? Whatever is easiest for you. I, I, okay, it doesn't I'll just really have bother me. Go after me. And what is in Dazzle Raz's dad, Razzle Daz's saddlebags? 
They're filled with glitter. <laughs> Perfect. It's honestly weighing him down. <laughs> it's like I dreamed you up in one of my notebooks. I rolled a 12 initiative. Probably the best way to describe the lay of the land is like, um, I said soccer field before, but it's probably more like a baseball diamond mm. in that like the crotch of the of the rope, the legs of the robot are splitting the, the roof a little bit. So uh-huh. you guys are within the bounds of the diamond. Like it comes to a point and then goes kind of straight out. Mm-hmm. That's like all told like a hundred feet. There's like four major columns that are shooting up out of the ground too. They don't seem like they have any sort of magical energy. They look like they were a part of something that has crumbled since that was on the roof. Is height a factor in this? I'm trying to... Height's not really a factor here. It's pretty flat. Bubbles, aka the Ten Barnabas, has plugged himself into this demi-god walker. Uh, It has... You keep saying walker, and I'm picturing like a little like uh like Star Wars walker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get it now. I have achieved my final form. <laughs> you can see that like when it when it stood up after picking him up, he um like kind of charged it up, and he's on a platform above, like on the back of it, and then there's a lower platform that's like a little lower on the body, so about like. Seven feet up, there's a platform, and about 14 feet up, there's another platform. I'm going to stand in front of everybody else as I go into Yeah, a how range. close are you guys to yeah, each other? Yeah, that's a good question. We want to kind of uh, spread apart. I think yeah. uh, me and the horsies will, I think, we'll, we'll make a nice triangle all about uh, 10 feet apart from each other. Yeah, let's no, let's do twenty feet apart. And I'm probably hanging back a little bit because I just hasted. I just I coked up my friends and, and <laughs> sent them into battle. I was probably like, yeah, get out! Like really, like hyped them up. Like get out there, go on, go, 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 go. And then, like probably just sort of like hug back a little bit. <laughs> uh, Tranix is just gonna hang back with you. Uh, so Astrid's front and center. Brenda Elizabeth's a little, little off to the side. Okay, cool. Every I'm sorry. What was the initiatives? Can we get that one more time? Nineteen. Fourteen for Brenda Elizabeth. And only a 12 for old clockwork turbine. Turbine's still fuming that he said that fans are sometimes wrong. This goes against everything he believes. <laughs> we want a museum. Astrid, you're first in the order. What do you do? I'm going to run towards Bubbles. Can I get to him with haste? My speed is doubled, so 70 feet. Um, yeah, you could get to him. Uh, at distance-wise, but he's raised very high up on this platform. Okay, he's then like I'll, 15 feet in the air. And then I'll climb the platform. <laughs> okay, make a strength check to climb. Damn, right. she's coked out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have advantage on strength checks because I'm raging. Okay. 21. Okay, you're able to get on the first platform. Now There's a second platform. Like, there's two platforms on his back. Okay, um, well, then I'll use my dash action to do the second platform. Wait, so what, you have, how much is your movement? So my movement regularly is 35, but because I have haste on, uh-huh. it's 70. But you have to use some of your movement to climb too? Yes, but I also then also have a, a third action. I have like a second action. So my movement, my, my movement is 70. Okay. So you have like 140 so think- feet you can do and then still at least have one attack that I can do and then still do like my regular two attacks because I can use the right. haste as, as um, my dash. Haste is all for movement and then, yeah. and then you're oh, attacking wow. double. Okay, great. Um, 
That's a huge turn. So you you are able to. <laughs> it's. I think if you make one more uh, strength check, you can climb up to the second platform in Great. one turn. Shit. <laughs> it's so funny uh, to imagine Astrid just going nuts. Yeah, you can get up there. Great. Bubbles looks at you like this. Felt like it was going to take longer. <laughs> uh, and I, I will reckless. I will recklessly attack twice. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, the f- first one for sure misses. That's a, a, an 11 on the first attack. Okay. Then an 18 on the second attack. Does an 18 hit? 18 hits. Okay, sick. First one, I'm just so cokey that I just <laughs> swing too wildly. Stand still. He's completely stuck still. <laughs> eight damage. <laughs> I do eight damage. <laughs> but that means that I retain my rage. Just hitting him one time means that I uh, retain my rage. And if he tries to hit anybody else because of my ancestral guardians, he has disadvantage. But is that only on physical attacks or is that? Uh, let me see. Unless the spell says you are making an attack roll or labels it, itself as an attack, you are not attacking. Okay. So if you're making an attack roll, so anything, any spell that makes an attack roll. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you you smack him. He's completely surprised that you got here (laughs) immediately. (laughs) 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 Just just scrambling up the (laughs) axe in a mouth. Uh, (laughs) Just full like assassins creeding up the side of the wall. Or you ever see like timber sports? People climb in a tree with axes, you know, uh, just like yeah. flailing <laughs> down the side, yeah, full arm strength. <laughs> cool. Um, so that was Astrid's turn. The demi god Walker is uh, going to. Uh, he was planning on attacking you, but <laughs> <laughs> without you in reach, he's trying to figure out what he should do. I think he sees you as the biggest threat, so he's going to reach back behind his head and grab you uh, and impose strength check. Okay. Um, ooh, he got a nat 20. Oh, I, no. I did not get a nat 20. I got a dirty <laughs> 20. Okay. So he is going to pick you up and throw you into one of the legs of the god. Oh, how dare Just you? And, Don't you uh, know who I am? <laughs> it's actually not that bad compared to what it, it could be. Uh, he's going to just, but he's getting you off his back is what is important to him. And he throws you into the, the wall, the nearby leg of the God Walker for 3d6 of damage. So it only, it was only for eight uh, <laughs> so and then half to, to four, four, I guess. Uh, make a perception check. Sure. Uh, 14. Okay. It's not that hard to see. Like you are right next to the Godwalker. It looks like it was, when you saw those like lanterns and stuff in the town mm-hmm. where ha- like all the detail was taken out of it, it clear- clearly they like scraped all the metal that was uh, around this yeah. town to kind of pour the mold for this creature. But on the leg itself, you notice that there's part of it that just didn't take to the actual construction of this body. Huh. There's this outlining of a handle and a little bit of some kind of it looks like a mall on the side of on the side of the leg. So it looks like cool. a what? A mall, M-A-U-L. like a weapon. 
Not like M A L L. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Cool. Going to the mall. Will he go shopping? It's gonna walk towards Brenda Elizabeth with the rest of its turn and the horses. It. Uh, it's very good that it did not attack this round. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after the Warforged Titan, it's Brenda Elizabeth. Okay. So since it's walked near me, how far am I from where the little brain is on that second platform? It's 15 feet up in the air. 15 feet up in the air. Uh, Okay, if that is the case, then I would like to first try to guiding bolt the guy. Okay. So I call forth. I got a nat one, but I re-roll it, okay? (laughs) Jesus. (sighs) 13 hit. (laughs) A guiding bolt? Uh, Yeah, 13 does hit. Wow. Yeah! (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. 10 radiant, aka sparkle damage. Uh, And now I would like to use, is he 10 feet from the uh, edge of the platform? Yes, but he's sort of buckled in, if that makes any sense. Buckled in. (laughs) He's like strapped to this thing. Brenda Elizabeth's going to try to tilt that brain out of that thing. (laughs) Yeah, I want to try to whip him out. Um, I guess I'm saying, like, is he buckled in so much that I couldn't thorn whip him out of there? Yeah, I mean, you would have to make a strength check to get him off of that. Okay. In that case, can I have Dazzleraz face step with Dazzleraz to go attack (laughs) a father and son mission? I... It is a, a, a platform that can only hold a medium-sized creature or smaller. Okay, if that's the case, then I think my only option is to try to do the strength check and try to rip him out. Otherwise, my horsies can't cool. attack. So, yeah, they can attack the robot itself. They could paw at the uh, control panel over by the the. Sure, they could do that. They could uh, just hoof it. Okay. They also, what else could they do? I think... Um, yeah, they probably can't be on the platform. Yeah, that's true. But uh, for you to get up on there, though, you do have to make the two strength checks to climb up. Two strength checks to climb up. Or I could use Dazzle Razz's face step. <laughs> yes, but he goes with you. He, he would, like, take falling damage, I think. <laughs> just a horse boinging up into the air. You jumping off the horse as he just falls. I guess I was th- saying more, like, can I, is there room for one horsey on there, not two? <laughs> no, they're large creatures, they're large I creatures. think. Okay, then they will go attack something else and uh, <laughs> fuck it. I'll just create bonfire on him with my, <laughs> with my action. So he has yes. to do a dex, he has to do a uh, dex save. Ooh. He's strapped in, <laughs> he's staying in that bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> what does he have to get? A DC, oh, yeah, a DC 15. Decks. Okay. He rolled really well, but he has not the best decks. <laughs> and he just, you set him on fire. <laughs> Wait. He takes, Wait. I rolled poorly, so it was only four fire damage. Uh, and now the father son horses will go attack the body of this robot, trying to fell <laughs> one of its legs. <laughs> it's looking around, like trying to like keep track of the horses spinning around him. <laughs> Also, the next person to make an attack on um, on the brain will have advantage because of Guiding Bolt. Oh, use shit. Um, just so everyone knows. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, so then the horsies are going to attack the leg of this Debbie Walker. Debbie God Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 19 and a 15. 
Uh, one became a 24, one became a 22. But that's it. Because I think this this guy uses my... Oh wait, attack modifier, that's not my spell attack. He actually gets a 19 to hit. Okay, the 19 misses. Okay. Whoa. Uh, but Dazzle Raz hits four, six. <laughs> <laughs> Dazzle Raz pops the demigod uh, walker. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> didn't really do much, but going at a robot. <laughs> it's like <laughs> when your friend pops you in the arm, like, ah, shit. Uh, did damage, but maybe not the most. Um, cool. So uh, that is, is that the end of your turn? Yes. Yeah. At the end of Brenda Elizabeth's turn, it is Turbine's turn now. Cool. Can I do some kind of check or something to see if I... You you tell me what, what the mechanics of this would be, I guess. I, I want to find out if, like, destroying that big ol' opal, if, like, if if destroying that is possible and, and can be, like, a thing to stop that god from coming into our universe. Yeah, make a... Uh, I'll let you, in this place, make that persuasion check again to be able to understand this more. Cool. Any, any chance I could do a history check, which is a little better than my... Uh, persuasion sure well actually i don't think it's a history check for you sorry i will do that persuasion check here we go oh that's not good that's seven <laughs> okay it's pretty big it doesn't i i don't know it might be hard to break that um, <laughs> that's all that's maybe what you'll get for a seven fair enough uh, but there is a control panel there okay uh and then uh the walker is between me and the control panel is that right uh, it's a little to your left. Okay. Uh, how how far am I away from the God Walk Demigod Walker, and how far am I away from the control panel? So it's it's probably around seventy feet forward. Okay. The smaller one is like thirty feet to your, uh, like kind of angled forward into the left of you. Okay. I think I want to make my way over towards the control panel, and I got some distance attacks, so I think I'm gonna like. Walk, like start running towards the the control panel, but then like blast uh, the demi walker with magic on my way past. I think that's going to be the way I'm going to be doing this. Yeah, so, I think oh. it's good for us to stay separate. Something tells me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to head to head towards the control panel. I'm not that fast. My speed's only 25 feet, but I'll take that movement. I'll head towards the control panel, and then I am also going to. I think I'll blast him with a chromatic orb. Let's try that. Cool. Nice. Uh, I'll cast that at its regular old first level just for right now. And let's see how that goes. What type of damage are you doing? It's a robot. So like maybe I was thinking lightning. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. thinking lightning damage. Like, yeah. Nice. Noise. Noise. Uh, so I rolled an 18 there. An eighteen on on the robot or on, or on, on, on which which one are you talking? I'm about? hitting, trying to hit bubbles. I'm trying to okay, sh- cool. Throw uh, blast this chromatic orb up at bubbles. Oh, you'll have advantage on that, anyways. Oh, cool. Uh, well, I'll roll a second one just to just to see if that's any just better. Just in case you crit. Uh, I do not. Uh, but eighteen is so eighteen is what I've rolled there. Cool. So you hit. So roll damage. Cool. And I'm going to be doing lightning damage if that makes if that makes a difference for okay this fucker. <sighs> that is eleven. Damage. 11 damage? Yep. Cool. <laughs> you shock this robot. It sizzles in its brain, like little brain jar. Cool. Smoke comes up. It doesn't seem like it hurt him more than uh, other types of damage. Mm. It wasn't like super effective or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, fair enough. Fair but, enough. Uh, yeah, you hurt him. After I've moved, just sorry, remind me. How far away am I from the, this control panel? Uh, how, how far did you move total? 25 feet. 
Okay, so you're still like 45 feet away from it. Okay, fair enough. I will, I think I'm going to play a little conservatively and just sort of chill things down there. I think that's cool. At the end of your turn, it is now Bubbles' turn. He is going to look at Brenda Elizabeth. Um, He has disadvantage against any attack that isn't against me. Okay. And if he hits her, Um, she has resistance. Wow, Astrid's buddy is rubbing off on me. If it's an an attack, though. If it's an attack, yes. Um, Did you say you want a coffee? Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I don't drink caffeine. Throws a little water bottle at you. I don't drink caffeine. Uh, And then he throws a coffee at you. (laughs) (laughs) I do the opposite. (laughs) I'm too young and my body is growing to maturity, so it's important that I don't stunt my blossoming. Ripening. It is crazy that you want to explain this to me right now. Uh, he's going to look at Brenda Elizabeth, and he's going to cast Pulled Person. Ooh. Um, oh, all right. All right. Okay. 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 Well, all right. You have to do a wisdom save in order to. How wise saved. is Brenda Elizabeth? <laughs> she's wise. I guess you're a druid, so you're pretty wise. Yeah. <clears throat> it's DC 14. 18 on the dice. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh. Brenda Elizabeth is too wise. <laughs> too wise to be held. I got married and hasted today, so I'm <laughs> operating on a full fucking platter. Brenda Elizabeth swore chastity. She can never be held. <laughs> I can't be held, only be held. <laughs> Mop is like, I forgot to go. Uh, <laughs> confusing day for Mop. Really for big Mop. confusing Whoops. day. Turned into a robot, got married. Brenda Elizabeth blushes. I guess this is a important moment for any newlywed to see their partner fight for the first time. <laughs> Mop is like, uh, yeah, okay, what, whatever. Um, runs up to the robot and he attacks. Uh, you notice he's having a hard time because of how large the robot is getting in there. So right. goes up. He fully whiffs because he's thinking about um, <laughs> this conversation is really distracting him. He like just fully misses it. Like it's like a full depth perception problem. It's okay. If there's one thing I've learned from my grandparents is that love is unconditional unless you get divorced, which all of them did at least one time. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mop is like, I'm just gonna put my headphones in. And, and <laughs> little headphones pop out of his cheeks and go into his ears. <laughs> so Mop misses and now um, Astrid at the top of the order, you're over there by that wall next to that mall just Stuck in the leg of Sure. This well, who am I bot? to not go after this delicious clue? Uh, I guess I'll <laughs> pull pull the handle. Does it seem like it's like a thing that will open? You look at it and it looks like in just the forming of this body, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, all the metal melted down to make this. But whatever magic is within this kept it from melting. And as you touch it, it's really cold <gasps> to the touch. Cool. Make a history check. Great. 14. I do have a plus zero to history, but I rolled okay. So as far as history checks go, this is one that would be... Also, you can do it with advantage, but just to... Great. 14. (laughs) (laughs) 
So even Astrid would have paid attention to this piece of history. When you're looking at it, you see the words reason over might on it. <gasps> this looks familiar to you. This would be one of the few things you paid attention to in class. This is June Orbrader's maw, the, the former leader of the dwarves here. Yes. Can I sword in the stone this maul out of this robot? <laughs> yes. Yes! Uh, make uh, an athletics check. Ooh. Well, I rolled poorly, but it's okay. But 14. You can do it with advantage. I rolled with advantage. <laughs> I got a 14. A 14? I, got, I rolled a 7 and a nat 1. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Astrid, uh, you can't like it's starting to budge, but you can't get it out on a fourteen. Okay, I guess I'll I'll use I'll use my second action since I'm hasted <laughs> to, cool. to try again. Okay, uh, dirty twenty. Astrid, you know that reason over the might was their like their family saying that that was how they like ruled this place for a long time. But as a dwarf, you know that that is a kind of inside joke for dwarves uh-huh. because of this place being. Reason being the outside world, might being the dwarven world. Uh-huh. It's like literally it's over it. It's not. <laughs> so you, it's and it's it's about them being mighty. So you use all your might and you Ooh. pull the <sighs> maw from its spot in this body. It detaches. Uh, it never melted because of the enchantment on it. You now have the iron comet, June uh, Orbrader's cool. fabled weapon. I will send that to you on D&D Beyond real fast. Sick. I make Sick. a quick doodle of this moment so that Astrid can always remember it. <laughs> Astrid, wow. you're gleaming. It's, yes, the world uh, is finally falling back into place. Everything <laughs> ordered as it should be. <laughs> yes. A weapon returning home. Reason Over Might wasn't a way for Astrid to grow as a character. It was a way for her to embrace her flaws. <laughs> <laughs> Astrid, mm-hmm. uh, while the world is on pause, who is this orb raider? So that I may doodle her as one of your ancestral guardians. Just the coolest, most badass, most respected, coolest, and tell me coolest person <laughs> to ever come out of this mountain. Cooler than eight grandparents? <laughs> you know what's cooler than eight grandparents? One billion grandparents. <laughs> Who find them. <laughs> Astrid, it's in your character sheet now, and I, I added it. The Iron Comet is, you're attuned to it. It requires some tune it. You have a, a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this weapon. Uh, while in a rage, when you hit with an attack using this magic mace, the target takes an extra 1d6 cold damage. Wow. Uh, in addition, while you hold the mace, you have resistance to fire damage. and freezing temperatures, the mace sheds bright light uh, in a 10-foot radius and dim light for another uh, additional Sick. 10 feet. I can't wait for you to just, like, crack down on a, a saucer of cream and make ice cream. <laughs> it is It is maybe a good idea to try to freeze the water that Bubbles is in. Oh, yes. Mm. Good idea. Brain that freeze, idea. if you will. Great, so you, you have this weapon now. Is Bubble still on fire? That bonfire that- I Brindle actually was, was just gonna say, as you said that I realized create bonfire is concentration. Uh, I always fucking forget that cantrips can be concentration. So <laughs> our sweet razzle-dazz is dismissed. <laughs> oh, as you create this bonfire, flames <laughs> licking in your eyes. <laughs> A little kid obsessed with fire energy. Uh, 
Dazzleraz looks to his father as he disappears. <laughs> the most ADD spell casting of like concentrating on passing out trace and then concentrating on making another horse and then concentrating it on the really fire. It really is like teen girl. <laughs> it's too spell much work casting. for children. <laughs> <laughs> Tradix is like, guys, focus up. Please. That's why I wanted to do Thorn. We got this. We got this. We got this. <laughs> wow! I summoned Razzle Daz into this world only to disappear. But but does Bubbles continue taking damage from that bonfire? If it's uh, under concentration, what, what? It is. You create uh, create bonfire until the spell ends. Concentration up to a minute. The magic bonfire fills a five foot cube. Any creature in the bonfire space when you cast a spell must succeed a dexterity saving throw or take at this level two d eight fire damage. A creature must also make the saving throw when it moves into the bonfire space uh, for the first time or ends its turn there. So it actually should have done, made it yeah. again. Okay. So I like to think that his little water thing is boiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And is chromatic orb sitting on him as well? Or no, no, chromatic orb is more like a pff, uh, yeah, blast. Okay, cool. Attack. I also, I forgot that this guy has magic resistance. Ooh. So he should have made one more check. Uh, so for, I'll just do it for this one. What does that mean, magic resistance? The brain ha- uh, has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magic effects. Mm. So I, I'll just do that from here on out. Okay, he failed again. <laughs> um, <laughs> that time I rolled way better. Uh, 13 fire damage okay he's just badly hurt by this <laughs> can you can you do anything to put the fire out i think that you're technically supposed to just move out of the bonfire space the bonfire ignites flammable objects in its area that aren't being worn or carried okay so yeah i think if you just step well, aside you'll not be in the fire anymore <laughs> you're you're like in home okay. alone when joe pesci gets the blowtorch on his head but you, you, you never move you're just ah you just that's bubbles is just doing but that. it's like it's like if joe pesci stepped out onto a little platform that he couldn't move on <laughs> <laughs> okay cool so he took that damage astrid uh it's your turn so did you do anything else with the rest of your turn? Can I hit one of the legs of this Demi guy? You can run up. Great. With my new fancy axe. Oh, I did not roll very well. That's fine. You're just getting to know yes. it. Yes. 16. 16 misses, right? Um, 16 misses for sure. Cool. Uh, it also, also uh, make a, I'll just give you this for free. It's, it's hard to hit him because he is so large. Uh, if you don't have reach or if you're not large yeah you have a hard time with that okay so uh, technically you should make that with disadvantage to be to be honest i mean i i would have missed either way <laughs> yeah yeah either way so <laughs> never mind whatever astra do you need to attack someone to stay in rage because if you do you could just give me a little just give me give me a little slap across the face <laughs> honestly that that's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me <laughs> i will absolutely do that next time <laughs> Uh, amazing. So that's the end of Astrid's turn. Brenda Elizabeth, the Warforged demigod, is going to reach back and try to grab you. Uh, make a opposed strength check. Opposed strength. Gonna roll with my lucky dice. That's gonna be another that one. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, but you can roll it because I'm a halfling. Wow. And a seven. That's a nine. <laughs> Okay. It looked like he only rolled one. a seven on the die too, but he gets a plus. Uh, what is it? Yeah, plus six to it because <laughs> he's okay. very strong. I graciously accept defeat. 
He's going to pick you up off the back of your head and throw you at the Godwalker as well. <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> Little do you know, I dream of soaring through the sky like a birdie. <laughs> <laughs> so are both Brenda, Elizabeth, and Astrid over by the control panel now? They're close-ish to it. Mm. Uh, they're, they're about like 10, 15 feet from it. 13 feet for Brenda, Elizabeth, damage. Cool. Do you have to make a concentration save? Yep. But I do it with advantage because it. of my dragon form. Oh, yeah, that hit. Okay, yeah. I looked at my non-advantage one, which was a three. But my other one was a 12. Plus other stuff. Okay, cool. That's the end. The Warforged Titan's going to move towards you guys, try to like box you in over here. And that will be the end of uh, his turn. If the Warforged is moving, would um, Dazzle Raz get an opportunity attack? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love when a DM clearly isn't threatened by something. <laughs> sure. Wait, I do too, right? He's right. He's right. Because I just attacked him. Uh, no, he's demo. moving towards you. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's. Uh, I forgot that he moved your way. So, yeah, Brenda Elizabeth is closer to the panel. Astrid's further away now. Uh, but, yeah, you both get an at- attack on him. So, Dazzle Raz got a dirty 20 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, I got a 22. Nine from Dazzle Red. Both of these will hit. Uh, roll damage. Great. Hang on. And I'm just cheering them on. My I'm new very thing. proud. <laughs> Emily, okay. did you take your extra haste action, by the way? Last time, yeah, I did. I haven't gone yet, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm about to go. Yeah, that's how I was able to create bonfire. Uh, 14 freezing damage. Woo! Yeah. Damn. Baby. Wait, so only the D6 is freezing. The rest of it is not. Oh, yes. Four freezing and tw- and ten regular. Okay, <laughs> Brenda Elizabeth, how how much did Dazzle Raz hit for? Uh, oh, Dazzle Raz hit for died. <laughs> okay, with his hooves. <laughs> his beautiful hooves. Slapped him with his hooves. <laughs> I like to think that Dazzle Raz is standing on his hind legs like a boxer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like um, punching <laughs> with his hooves. <laughs> Dazzle Raz uh, punches, just sort of does a little like horse box uh, and, and punches this bot. Uh, uh, Astrid also swings the, the Iron Comet at it, smacks it for 14. That does, a, I mean, that's still, they're both not not hurting it, but it's at the same time very big and, and strong. And she's like, ow, stop. <laughs> that's the energy of it. For the, um, after that... It is Brenda Elizabeth's turn. Okay. I will, once again, guiding bolt uh, the brain. <laughs> guiding bolt the brain. <laughs> guiding I bolt need to stop rolling with this dice. That's going to be a 10 to hit the brain. <laughs> Misses. <laughs> okay. I've got my create bonfire going. Uh, fuck it. I'm going to try and climb up there and thorn with <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna do exactly what I said. Me and me and Razzle Dazzle or Dazzle Raz are gonna fucking take that falling damage. I'm gonna have Dazzle Raz come over, face step us up, and then I'm gonna try and thorn whip him so that I only have to do one strength to try and whip him out. Amazing. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Dazzle Raz dodges through the legs of this Warforged thing to get to you. I think he's going to get an attack of opportunity on him if he leaves the threatened area of that because we've kind of closed in on the legs and there's not that it has reach. So I don't know how it could get around him. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. 
In that, if that's the case, I'm just gonna thorn whip him then. Uh, obviously, it won't pull him out. Uh, I'm just gonna do it just to do the damage to him. Cool. Oh, 19 uh, plus uh, 7, 26. Okay, that'll hit. Nice. Uh, and I hit him for three damage. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you pull him at all or anything? I mean, I do. He's, he's <laughs> if, like it locked pulls in. You, okay. It pulls you 10 feet closer, but I think probably from this angle, I wouldn't be able to. Sure. Well, that's um, where the then, fire is anyway, I guess. Yeah, and so he'll take the fire next turn anyways, yeah. assuming he fails. And then uh, Dazzle Raz is going to try to attack this thing again. Cool. 23 to hit. Cool, that hits. Great. Uh, seven damage. <laughs> okay. Once again, punches right him. <laughs> the horse punches him. <laughs> Full, like, cartoon kangaroo level. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the, your horse, Dazzle Raz, cracks his knuckles and runs up and punches uh, the Warforged guy for six damage hooves. or, his or hooves. seven damage. His hooves, yes. Uh, cool. Uh, anything else at your turn? That's all. So at the end of your turn, uh, Bubbles looks kind of woozy now. He calls for help. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's like, what a loser. You, please. Uh, uh, the, the ritual can wait. And uh, you see a Warforged uh, drop down from the Godwalker uh, and land on the platform next to him. He has no nipples. Gasp. <gasps> uh, yes. uh, and he got is. Away. I have a piece of your soul, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I rattle my earrings at him. He's going to uh, try to get to Turbine. Mm, interesting. He's going to use his movement to get to you. Mm-hmm. So the Ten Barnabas, uh, he calls down for help, and the familiar Warforged soldier that escaped from earlier uh, jumps down fully without nipples, <laughs> lands in front of in front of Turbine, and he's going to take three attacks on you. What? Whoa! Uh, what? This guy has too many attacks. Ooh. That's what I think. Too many attacks. I wish you could shield someone. Else. I rolled two nat twenties. <gasps> what? Ugh. However, he rolls concentration for the individual hits. Remember that. Okay, this is the guy who has the ability that happens when when you have a nat twenty. Okay, hold on. First, let let me let me uh, uh, while you're doing. So I just want to be sure you're not rolling with advantage or anything, right? You're just you're just no. But I was rolling three attacks. Okay, Um, and then uh, okay, and then you're just attacking. So I just have to try to try to block this, right? Yes. If you have an ability or something, or that it's a reaction that you can take, will shield help? me out here i think that's mainly for magic right not on a nat 20 and and that only adds so much to okay so so what do i have to do I, i'm just gonna take this damage or is there something that i roll here well it's really weird because on the first hit his ability went off <laughs> so let me see real fast i don't remember his ability i don't think either. he crit before he didn't but we learned it on the arc bark but no I yes remember. i think he j- i think he just told us that there was an ability right I do have like some luck points, but if I'm not rolling anything, that's not going to help me. Can't you make someone else reroll with a luck point? I don't think so. Not with not with the weights worded here. It says uh, whenever you make an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw. Oh, okay. oh wait, wait. Or when attack roll is made against you. <gasps> oh! I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to see the fabric of the universe and I'm going to be like, no, that's, that's not how that sh- attack should be. And I'm just going to sort of, I'm going to use my luck points and I'm going to have you re-roll those. Okay. So you rolled two nat 20s, you said? You can only, I, I don't know that you can use three luck points in a turn or, or you know, multiple luck points. 
Um, that's just sort of like a house rule thing, just because it is uh, very, very broken. But I, I, I will. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Hit me! Hit me! <laughs> so this, the first attack is now a 19. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, so that will hit. Damn. Uh, okay, he hit. He rolled an 8 on his die, plus 3. So you take 11 damage. Okay. Um, and then his second hit hits you and polymorphs you into a will-o'-wisp. <laughs> oh, now wow, I remember. Yes, oh, it's a polymorph sword. Okay. Oh, Incredible. Okay. So, so first I'll- not t- even a concentration check. <laughs> okay, so first I'll take that 11. Uh, so that will bring me down to 26. All right. And then what happens with this polymorph? What's going on here? He just put it in the comments. Oh, that's are, you are it, that. Is it like a little no. beam of light? Or just like, like a little wisp? and wizards friends? The will of the wisp can't hear or carry anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, with that, I think concentration oh, might yeah. be broken. <laughs> no, why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then is there any way to undo this or am I just a will of the wisp now? Roll an insight check. Sure. With my new stats? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. This is... Insight is under what stat? Intelligence? Yes. I think. Hold on. Hold on. Wisdom or something. No, oh, you're right. Yes, you're right. It wisdom. is wisdom. Okay. So you get a plus two. These are not bad stats. Yeah, they're all right. Except for strength. Strength is not good. All right. So I'm rolling a d20. Oh, shit. Uh, that is a two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little dancing. You don't know, you don't know what you are. You don't know what happened. <laughs> this thing punched you, and you turned into a little ball of light. Okay, turbine. Um, is that you? You're going through so many changes today. Is this wow. your ripening? Turbine, you're so I make shiny. little Tinkerbell noises. <laughs> I don't want to throw around the word glow up too much, but <laughs> he misses you on his third attack. Good. With that. The haste fades, and you all lose your next. Oh no! Does but Razzle Uh, Daz doesn't right? Dazzle Raz does not. Yes. So that was the martial arts. Turbine, it is your turn now. Perfect. (laughs) You are not sure what happened. You got jacked in the face, and then the second one seemingly uh, changed what you were entirely. Very good. Now jacked in the face is a truly cursed (laughs) phrase. Um, cool. So, what do you do? Uh, cool. Can I can I make any other? Can I try to make another check to see if there's a way to uh, to reverse this? Yeah, make another insight check since it's your turn. I assume I don't have any of my spells or abilities and stuff. I'm just a straight up will of the wisp now, right? <laughs> I believe so. Great. Good. Just making sure I'm not. I you know I can't dispel magic or anything. <laughs> I mean this this melee spell attack's pretty good. <laughs> All right, I rolled an 11. It gets a plus two to wisdom, so that's 13. <laughs> okay. You feel like it's not necessarily a permanent transformation. Okay. You think that it will end at some point. Yeah, you still have your like alignment and personality. What happened to all his clothing and stuff? Did it just fall to the ground? <laughs> and my, just and my ring to the pile on the ground. <laughs> just a little light. <laughs> I actually uh, also have to take out my uh, trapper keeper and sketch this as well. Everyone can see my my obelisk underwear that fell fell to the floor too. 
<laughs> it's like Batman underoos, but it's, it's got a big old obelisk. Actually, on sorry, it. the creature's gear does meld into its new form, okay. so it didn't, it didn't okay. all fall off. You saw it hang in the air for a second and then suck into the ball of light. <laughs> <laughs> so you are embarrassed. I, I don't think you would know the exact reason for why how, or exact way to undo this. Okay. I just, I just know that it's not necessarily permanent. Very, very well. That's fine. I'll just be a will-o'-the-wisp for a turn. This is kind of fun. Um, I just give me a second. I have once again changed characters completely in the middle of the game, and I need to reorient myself. Get it together, Trap. <laughs> Fucking get it together. Be a professional. All right, all right. I, I can either just turn invisible and keep trying to figure out how to how to how to reverse this, or I can just zap this guy. If or you zap guys. this guy, there might be I don't know how this works, but there might be some form of concentration that he yeah. is required. Sure, for, polymorph is a concentration spell, so if okay. you hit him, it's possible it would uh, hurt his concentration. Sure, or like if he dies, maybe it would. Right, sure. especially I'll, it's I'll, like lightning damage. Yeah, all right, I'll try to shock this guy. So that is an. Let's see. Attack plus four to hit, reach five feet, one creature, hit nine. This, this is all. This is like looking at. Uh, okay, so sorry. I'm rolling a d20 here, right? Mm-hmm. With a plus four to hit. Yes. Okay. Motherfucker. Does an 11 hit? No way. <laughs> <laughs> cool. He's like. It's like dodging a lightning bug. <laughs> Very good. Uh, then uh, with the rest. I mean, he'll get an attack of opportunity on me, but I guess I'm going to, uh, uh, I'm going to just, I'll float over to the control panel. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm with the wisp okay. now. Um, I, or let's see, what's my my speed? Oh, I, I got 50 feet. I'm faster now than I was before. <laughs> uh, uh, or you know what? Even fuck it. I'm gonna fly up to the bubbles platform, and uh, I'll just plan on on zapping him up there for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> he can't, he, okay. he can't he, it's probably gonna be pretty hard for him to touch me if I'm up there and, and throw me around and sure. stuff because I can fly. So I'm gonna fly like basically behind bubbles and like float around behind float him. around behind bubbles. Yeah, I'll I'll just take the attack of opportunity from him. He misses. Good. Uh, <laughs> what if he crit again and just turned you into something else? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Accidentally turned you God. back. Um so turbine uh horrible horribly confusing day <laughs> horribly confusing last eight seconds or so um it's just been this like thing turned you into a will-o'-wisp and and clearly didn't understand the implications of what it was doing it was like uh, i the supply technology i did not have time to remove it from me uh wow and uh, today i became twice. a wife and uh turbine became a wisp <laughs> after your turn i must float i must float <laughs> That is my goal in life, is to float. <laughs> I, I forgot his turn last time, so he's going to go now. Uh, Mop's going to run up to the to the martial arts adept and say, you created me, now I shall end you. <laughs> and uh, take his attack on him. He hits. Yes. Okay. Kill your father. Um, <laughs> uh, and he's going to flurry of blows, too. That one. <laughs> Since we're married, does he get my halfling bonus? <laughs> so that he can reroll I don't, ones? <laughs> music, you hear music just blasting in his ears. <laughs> uh, four. Oh, cool. He, he, he hits it for seven damage. At the end of his turn, it's now Barnabas's turn. Can he, and now before he takes damage, he can move out of it, right? Um, before he takes damage, it, yeah. Okay. He's going to unplug himself from 
the demigod walker and try to like jump to the next platform. <laughs> Wait, Barnabas is? Yes. Do, do I get an attack of opportunity up from him? Because I'm, yeah. I'm hanging out by him? Oh, yes. yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're a nasty little wimp. I love only to float. <laughs> uh, yeah, an make an attack of opportunity. This is so stupid. <laughs> uh, all this right. is the weirdest. I didn't expect it to be this weird. <laughs> all right, let's see. I rolled. I pretty much, do. I, I just attack with this, with this shock spell, right? That's my only attack, I think. Uh, it's so weird playing as I a monster. So. Uh, so I rolled a. Where was that? I rolled a twelve. Um, and I don't. Do I have any bonus here? Yes, uh, it's plus four. So sixteen. You hit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, roll damage. Great. Uh, do you have any I'm, way to hold him there so that he has to take fire damage? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, okay. I don't think I can. Um, <laughs> It's very funny though. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll two d eight instead of just doing the flat ten because that's more fun. It's two d eight. It's two d eight lightning Damn. damage. That's not good. That's three damage. <laughs> three lightning damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a mosquito bite. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little static. Bubbles shock. is like, yeah. yeah, what the hell? <laughs> like, and, and jumps off to the next platform. I like, love escaping to the float. Fire. I love to float. <laughs> <laughs> Who all is near the demigod walker? I don't. Uh, know. I am right because I I hit it at the end of my last thing. Yes. I'm assuming I'm I'm somewhere up in the mix. Oh wait, maybe I was thrown. You got something? thrown to that yeah. wall. Yeah. So you're like you're like 20 feet away. Okay. I would say. Cool. 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 Uh, and Razzle Dazzle. Uh, dazzle and, and Dazzle Red. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Oh, he's not doing too hot. Okay, so he's going to... He looks forward at Dazzleraz, Astrid, and I think if you guys are surrounding... Well, yeah, I think he would hit uh, Turbine as well with this. Okay. Right, turbine's up in the... Isn't Turbine up in the... I'm floating up... Up by, in the uh, platform. Up by where... I, okay. I'm yeah. by the, I don't, you tell me where the distance is, but I'm floating like up where Bubbles used to be. A moment ago. Okay, cool. So he's jumped down from there. I think he can hit both Astrid and Dazzleraz with this. Okay. And he's going to look at you guys. He puts his little hands to his brain and focuses, and you feel like the, the air waves in front of you. Uh, make an intelligence saving throw. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not very smart. I rolled a four. That's an eight for Dazzleraz. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You both take 12 points of damage. His like uh, brain in a jar is like cracking. It's it's really fucked up. Uh, but he's he's like maybe like panicked at this point and he uses a mind blast on you guys. Okay. You both take 12 points of damage and you're stunned. What kind of damage is it? This is psychic energy. Okay, so I take that. You know, it's not terrible to be stunned though because you are going to lose a turn from haste. Yes, so I'm already... It's... He kind of doubled <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm just... So really... tired. <laughs> My nose is bleeding from all of the haste that I took. <laughs> <laughs> You're like in that movie uh, with Bradley Cooper. Uh, yes. Yeah. Limitless? Uh, he, or Limitless or something like that. <laughs> Or like uh, um, Lucy when she starts, wow, she's using 100% of her brain. Yeah. So yeah, you, you both take 12 points of damage and you're both stunned okay. for a minute. 
Uh, and a creature can uh, repeat their a saving minute? throws at the end of each turn. Mm. Yeah. That's the end of his turn. Ooh. It looks like something, him detaching from the robot has done something to it. Like it, it seems like it's like kind of rattling more. Like something is, uh, he had to sacrifice something to do this. Mm. Cool. And we're back at the top of the order. It's Astrid's turn. I lose my turn from haste. So okay. I don't do anything. I think I'll let you just make the saving throw just to see if you're stunned. Mm. That's a nine. Okay. You're still <laughs> stunned. I'm, she's not smart. Um, she has a, a plus zero to God bless her. God bless she's her. great, but she ain't smart. She's cute. She ain't smart. Okay. Now we are back to the demigod walker. He's kind of shuddering like an engine that got fucked up. He is going to make a check. Okay. He passes. He's going to go up to Astrid. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take an axe attack on Astrid. Uh... With advantage, I think, because you're stunned. Okay, that hits. Uh, You take... You're going to take 19 points of damage. Uh. If I were to Willow the Wisp, I could really help with all this. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's going to take attack on Dazzleraz. (gasps) No. Um, Yes. With his hammer fist. Oof, and, and that's I gonna just hit. realized because I couldn't do anything this turn, my rage also ends. Okay. Very fun. Very cool. Okay. And then the second attack also hits Dazzleraz for 19 damage. Dazzleraz is down. <gasps> no. Did he take damage earlier? Oh, yeah. shit, he did. Yeah. So Dazzleraz falls to the ground. Anything. That's Yikes. the end of the Warforged Titan's turn. Uh, Brenda Elizabeth, it's your turn now. Um, so I presumably can't do anything, right? Because I'm... Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so Brenda Elizabeth watches in horror as her friends get struck by this large hulking robot. On my wedding um, day, nonetheless. Next up is the martial arts adept. He's going to take three attacks on uh, Mop. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to make me a widow? <laughs> Damn it. What is Mop going to turn so, into? Did you just, did you use Polymorph Mop? Yeah. <laughs> Join me, my wispy brethren. <laughs> Come, we will live free as lights in the sky. <laughs> Look at this random Polymorph table again. Uh, Nippleless uh, Warforged robot comes up to Mop and is like, all right, let's do this. It's Let's have a classic martial arts fight and punches him and immediately turns him into a flying manta ray aberra- aberration <laughs> thing that's flapping. It's like horrible, like wow. uh, dark wings. Has its like little, like, you know, the face that's supposed to be skimming sand is like looking up at you. <laughs> Brenda, and it's like, Brenda Elizabeth whispers, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> His headphones fall out of his ears. Um, yeah, so he is that, and then he's going to take two more attacks. Jesus Christ, this game's weird. So <laughs> he hits him twice, hits him for 21 points of damage as Mop is just floating as this strange thing. That's the end of that thing's turn. Everybody, uh, now it is mop's turn he's just going to totally lost track of the order here <laughs> he had a weird uh he had, he had his first turn missed so yeah. um yeah he's just going to bite 
and uh, <laughs> whip with his floating, you know, manta ray tail at this thing. Okay, he hits once. Okay, so eight damage. Eight damage to our other friend. Yeah, he passes the concentration check. Okay, that's the end of that turn. Uh, at the top of the order. Here's the question. If he's doing concentration checks, can he have two oh, that's true. polymorphs going? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, after this guy got turned into a cloaker, the polymorph spell drops okay. from from turbine. Turbine, make a dex check <laughs> to catch the- I am floating in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's cool. That's all right. Um, now, I do I have advantage on dex checks from, from my little magnet boots? Yeah, right. Yeah, if you're like near metal stuff, that would that would work. All right, uh, let's try this. All right, we're definitely gonna take that advantage. <laughs> that is a nat twenty. So <laughs> yes. turbine does a gainer onto the platform. Does <laughs> <laughs> somehow a backflip that defies gravity and plants his legs on onto that platform, um, or wherever you want to go with the nat twenty. Really, <laughs> that makes the most sense. I'll, I'll follow the DM. That's that's fine. <laughs> very very funny to imagine transforming out of a willow of the wisp, doing a backflip, uh, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. I don't know whose turn it is. That was that was not on my turn. Oh yeah, that was not your turn, Astrid. It is your turn now. Okay. You're still stunned. So I'm still stunned. But you can... I just get to roll. I rolled a two. No, Astrid. Not still good stunned. at dealing with <sighs> any kind of distractions. <laughs> okay. So the uh, Warforged Titan's gonna take an attack on Astrid <sighs> with advantage. Uh, he hits. That is 17 points of damage. I'm at eight hit points currently. Okie dokie. <laughs> All right. So he's going to take attack on Astrid. He actually might miss. Hold on. My AC is 17. Yeah, he rolls a 16 yes! on his second attack. Yeah, baby. So somehow he misses. And he's going to make a check. That's cocked. He starts shuddering and you feel like He's something is shutting down within mm. him, and he probably won't be able to do this for much longer. Cool. Okay, that is the end of his turn. Brenda Elizabeth, it's your okay. turn. We have a heal healing potion, right? Yes, I have a healing potion. Can I grab the healing potion from Astrid? Use my action to give it to Astrid, and then bonus action healing word Dazzle Raz back up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Okay, so I give the I give the um, potion to Dazzleraz. Rolled poorly for it, but Dazzleraz got four hit points and then uh, thirteen hit points to Astrid. And then Dazzleraz, I'm gonna tell him to go after this fucking monk, the Warforged. Okay. So Dazzleraz wakes up and goes, "Father." <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Fifteen. Does a fifteen hit? Fifteen does not hit. That's fine. You're up. That's all that matters. I'm going to turn you into a person, he said. Uh, <laughs> Dazzleraz is uh, going to stay next to the martial arts adept. Is that the, the Warforged guy? Yeah. Cool. So that's the end of that turn. The martial arts adept uh, is going to look at <laughs> this hideous creature that it made, the cloaker in front of it, and take three <laughs> attacks on him. My husband. I think that's three hits. So, okay, it's him for 23. All right, um, 
he's still looking pretty healthy in this new form because <laughs> he has the HP of that. He's just punching a manta ray, which looks really unco- <laughs> um, like uncom- uncomfortable. <laughs> wet slaps. <laughs> it reacts as if it's like underwater and got hit. <laughs> um, that's the end of the martial arts adept's turn. Uh, Turbine, it is now your turn. Cool. Bubbles is looking real hurt. I'm not near him, right? Because he, I'm, I'm on top of the thing, but he's how far away is? Where is Bubbles? I don't even know. I, you're not like punching distance, but you're close. Okay, cool. He's on a different platform. Though. Okay, cool. I think what I'm gonna do, unless like sight lines are all fucked, tell me if I can't do this. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm going to quicken spell and cast uh, to use a bonus action to cast aid on Brenda Elizabeth, Astrid, and Dazzle Raz. And then using my regular action, I'm going to chromatic orb. You can't cast two spells. You can only use quick and spell oh, with um, a... That's what cantrips are. You're allowed to double up on cantrips. That's why when I had haste, I did regular spell and then cantrip. Got it. Okay, well, I've got some damaging cantrips. I'll just use a cantrip instead of my chromatic orb. Unless, like, like I can see him and stuff. Like, I assume he's within 120 feet. Yeah, you can see him for sure. Okay, cool. I'll do that. So I'm using my last two sorcery points to cast aid at a third level. That'll be my last third level slot. Wow. And that gives uh, to to Brenda Elizabeth, Astrid, and Dazaraz each, you all get your hit point maximum and your current hit points increase by 10. Great. Yeah, baby. Nice. Thank you, Turbide. Whoa, you're back. You're back. <laughs> back. I, I think I was happy. Uh, I think I was happier <laughs> as a glowing light. I need to think about some stuff. I've been through a, a lot today. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to, um, I'm going to use my cantrip. I'm going to use, let's do... Firebolt. I'm gonna firebolt uh Great. bubbles. So that is 16? 16 hits. Nice. Roll damage. Yeah. This has been a bad day for yeah. this guy in fire. <laughs> <laughs> that is 12. They found my one weakness. Fire. It's a lot that of is 12 hit. fire damage. 12 fire damage. Uh turbine, you hit bubbles in the face with a firebolt. It shatters the glass <laughs> and starts burning his 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 brain. Whoa. He starts flailing around trying to bat out the flames on his actual brain. It's like <laughs> making his body sort of short circuit as he touches his own brain. His arms move in weird directions. Uh, but before he, he falls to the ground dead, he says, The gilded will never be stopped. And drops. Wow. Cool. Inflamed in the brain. Uh, <laughs> inflamed in the brain. <laughs> This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> okay, so that was his turn and he's dead. The cloaker is going to take two attacks. Hits hits our guy one more time for 17 damage. The martial arts adept is pretty fucked up too, but we're going back to the top of the order. It's Astrid. I don't think you're stunned anymore if he's dead. Sick. Do I get the impression that destroying the control panel will end something will do something it seems like destroying it might be <laughs> it's a very astral response bad idea. <laughs> to see a keyboard yeah. and be like all i gotta I can smash, do is smash things <laughs> i i don't know what to tell you that's all i do might um, over reason, reason um, over who's life. left just the just the the monster guy the the demigod walker aka the warforged titan uh, is like kind of lumbering around, and then there is the uh, the warforged monk. Okay, then I'll attack the warforged monk. Why not? 
I'm not raging. He's a little further away from you. You can you can probably get to him this turn. Yeah, my movement is still 35. So Okay, yeah, yeah, that's probably enough. So you get closer, closer distance. Great. Does a 15 hit? A 15 does not hit. Uh, okay, oh, <laughs> I get second a second th- attack uh, that also misses. So that was nice. <laughs> oh, <no>. Okay. <laughs> Great. All right, so that was your that turn. That was my turn. We are not rolling well today. <laughs> we are not rolling well. I do have this cool You guys started weapon. so strong, and it's just uh, really yeah, falling I, apart. I moved like 105. I just... I just burnt all of my energy in that first round. And then <laughs> um, hey, Brenda haste Elizabeth. makes waste, you know, guys? Don't <laughs> be cool, all right? Yeah. Don't do drugs. The demigod walker is like shuddering as it uh, walks. Uh, it, it's going to take an attack on Brenda Elizabeth. Does a 18 hit? It does. Ah, fuck it, I'll shield. Oh, okay, so that misses. And then he's going to take another attack on you, I guess. Okay. Okay, I does a 25 hit? A 25, yeah, it does, yeah. Okay, so he's going to hit you for... That would be 18 points of damage. Okay. Ooh. Brenda Elizabeth smiles as like a little bit of glitter drips from the side of her mouth like blood. <laughs> <laughs> the demigod walker just is shuddering and just goes, disgusting, and drops over <laughs> to the side dead. <laughs> Am I on the demigod walker? <laughs> yes. Do I take make a dex check? I'll take a dex check. You have advantage on dex checks because of your sh- yeah. your shoes. My little my little magnet boots. <laughs> that is first one is fifteen. Second one is also a fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think you more like you you make a running land, but you uh, sort of trip as well and fall over. It's it's pretty negligible. It just wasn't cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So that guy's down. Warforged Titan's down. Uh, Brenda Elizabeth, it's your turn. Um, okay. You guys look up. The only guy there is your nippleless friend, uh, who's a little like, wait, what am I? What's so the, the Warforge is totally done. I don't have to worry about yes. the Warforge. All right, Brenda Elizabeth is going to say get away from my husband <laughs> and guiding bolt the uh, warforged, the nippleless warforged. <laughs> and it's a fucking his... three. Fuck me. Oh God. We're rolling I don't think so I've bad. Hit with it. Okay. But also uh, Dazzle Raz is going to make an attack on this nippleless guy. That's another three. They're <laughs> <laughs> so all whiffing on this guy. Uh <laughs> He's like kind of like he's like juking and, and like running. He's like kind of cornered by a bunch of animals and <laughs> having a bad time. Let's see. Yeah. He's gonna he's looking around. It's his turn now. You gotta he's, he's gonna take a <laughs> he's gonna take a dodge action. He's gonna run. Oh uh, my god. He just starts sprinting away. Um Turbine, it's your turn. Oh, fuck this guy. The machine. Wait, the, the, if, this, he, this if he orb, sprinted away, though. Oh, he took a dodge action. Sorry. The opal is glowing red. The eyes of the <laughs> Warforged uh, uh, Godwalker is starting, are starting to slowly glow. Okay. As much as I'd love to because uh, uh, to take revenge on, on the nippleless <laughs> guy, I'm very concerned about this uh, awakening god. So um, can I reach the, can I get to the um, the control panel? How far away is it from me? Uh, yes, I think you can get there in one. Okay, absolute early rose for the fact that he ran away. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like, the actual calculation is to run. <laughs> <laughs> the second time this guy's run away from us. <laughs> it's 
fucking coward. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go over to the control panel and can I investigate it or something to look at it to see if I can figure out yeah. like if there's some way to shut off this whole like god transportation thing going on? Make uh, a charisma check or whatever is higher for your investigation. My charisma is going to be much higher. So I'll just do a flat charisma check here. That's a nat 20. <laughs> Yes. 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 Uh, Take it. Turbine. Uh, This all makes sense to you. You're seeing the matrix in these panels in front of you. Uh, There's a a bunch of like weird levers and things that like at first glance, if you were a normal person, you're like, I don't know at all what to press, but you're, you're of the clockwork soul now. This makes sense. And so you see this and you Mm. see that one of these kind of like, you know how like um, a a sound mixer has all those (laughs) up and down. One is cranked all the way to red, and then there's uh, white at the bottom. Someone moved this uh. to red. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I put on some headphones, but I leave one, one of the cans off nice. you know, just so I can kind of hear. And I, I turn the, the red panel down down to white. Turbine's in the fucking studio now. <laughs> um, <laughs> just fucking mixing. Yeah, that sounds great. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> You're, there's something a little off of this mix. So you turn it all the way to the white, and as you do that, the opal itself loses its red glow and instead gains this sort of white moon, like full moon-esque glow, the glow that, that Astrid would recognize from the painting in her in her father's bar. And as it does that, you see the charge reverse in all of the wires and all of the Warforged that were seemingly jump-starting whatever was happening get the charge reversed onto them. Nice. And as, as you flip that, all of their heads start exploding. <laughs> they, they, uh, you see all these warforged just like kind of start shaking uh, with the energy of the the opal, and all you look out and see a sea of these warforged soldiers pop, 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 <laughs> and until all of them are just husks on the Amazing. ground. And then one last thing here: how far away is is, is the nippleless guy from me? <laughs> Now, from you, he's like 90 feet okay, away. Okay, all right, all right. I thought I might. Oh, I he's might. 90 feet away? Well, because I. We're going to would... have to keep going through initiative then, because I have 120 <laughs> feet to try and get him with Kiting Bolt. <laughs> I thought I'd, I'd maybe uh, maybe Misty step over there and, <laughs> and, and get in his way, but I that's too far for Misty Step. So I think. I think that's all I can do, which is fine because I made a bunch of robots explode. So that will be, that'll be it for me. Uh, Astrid, it's yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna try shooting at this guy. <laughs> he turned. So this guy's just the... running down out of the city. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna. I have to roll with fuck, disadvantage fuck. because he's more than 80 feet away. Oh, uh, but yeah. uh, oh, wait, sorry, Astrid. I I noticed your your posture's a little off, and I use my clockwork uh, sorcery to get rid of that disadvantage. Great, I restore you. balance. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck. I rolled a five, so I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like it clangs on the building, kind of like to his left. And he's like, is that a me? <laughs> like, just keeps running. Gotta go fast. Uh, Brenda Elizabeth, it's your turn. Okay. He's. Okay. Still 90 feet away. Oh, and I hit once this entire fight for like six damage. Okay, does a 17 hit? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see it. Uh, yes. It a does? Hit. <laughs> okay. I'll and this is a guiding bolt, not a regular arrow, right? Guiding bolt, yeah. Okay. 11 damage. 11 radiant damage. An arrow thuds into his shoulder and he keeps running. <laughs> He's like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm just, I'm done. What about Mop? Did Mop get an attack of opportunity on him when he was? Oh no, he dodged. He dodged. He dodged. <laughs> he dodged. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Weirdly, I uh, am kind of happy for him. <laughs> okay. With that, uh, uh, after him, uh, the martial arts adept dives into a tunnel and whoop, escapes. Yeah. Uh, arrow deep in his shoulder. Uh, and with that, uh, that's the end of the combat. You guys are out of combat. Uh, you've defeated the Tinned Barnabas. All the Warforged are dead around you. Um, what a week, and, huh? Uh, what a week. <laughs> what a week. Can I can I sneak a peek at this big ass opal? <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's like this. It's basically like the dome of a big building. Wow. Yeah. I hug it. <laughs> As you hug the opal, you hear like. Like kind of like a distant hammering, and uh, you see a beam of light uh, protrude from the side of a, a cavern. Uh, dwar- a bunch of dwarves and gnomes and halflings start spilling in. Raider's mom and uh, the <laughs> the rest of the dwarves they've they've finally breached the uh, the the city of Vermeer. <laughs> it took them years and years and years, wow. but they finally got it. I did it! Uh, I defeated the bad guys. Me, Astrid, Starboy. <laughs> They're like, and my what are the bad gets. guys again? What happened? Uh, I I very uh, like magnanimously float up behind Astrid and be like, yes, Astrid was very brave today. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Astrid did everything. <laughs> <laughs> but again, the two goons would just say, yeah, behind the bully. <laughs> yeah, you did it, Astrid. <laughs> uh, everyone starts... Uh, uh, yelling, Astrid, Astrid, <laughs> Astrid, Astrid, Astrid. And with that, we'll go into like, yeah, the rest of the day is uh, spent celebrating uh, the return of to this great city. <laughs> to the hotel, cucumber sandwiches for everyone. <laughs> Your dad's like, ah, oh, but you have to pay though. It's not, they're not <laughs> they're free. on me and my dad. Uh, <laughs> I'll never financially recover. Daddy, can I have money? Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> Later in the day, you, you all go to uh, Starburn Manor and have cucumber sandwiches with your families. All uh, Brent Elizabeth, all eight of your grandparents are there. Pink Bonk Raider. Everyone is like mostly celebratory, but um, confused as to what happened. The obelisk is still sitting upright, but after the polarity got reversed in whatever this was, uh, this ritual was, it has started to like tarnish. And in spots, it started to rust. And so whatever magic was keeping this together is starting to fade. Can um, I try to fix it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> turbine, it might, might, might be a task for another day. <laughs> All um, right, well, I'll at least get a little uh, scrub brush. Maybe Tradix. Uh, hey, Tradix, does that crystal that you showed us the story of your life with... Um, did, did it capture anything that we did in there? Because maybe we could just show it to the town. It's actually a sort of a verisimilitude. It, it actually, it's not, they're not actually, it's not like oh. there were cameras there. It's just sort of capturing the stories and presenting I see. them. Okay. So we'll sort of like animates them, if you will. Okay, I see, I see. <laughs> well, I think first things first, I go up to Mop and I say, um, I know I know that we got married, but um, I think it just, I don't really feel it. <laughs> Um, but I'm, I also grew up in a household that divorce is like not taboo. Um, so can we get a divorce? 
I think technically, since it's not consummated, you can get an annulment. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yes, please annul this. <laughs> annul this. Or uh, that was that was <laughs> that was the voice of uh, Dazzleraz. <laughs> Just overly invested in this. <laughs> you have to annul this. Why? Because uh, Dazzleraz, this this obsession with Brenda Elizabeth's chastity is really weird. You can't hear me. Like you I can't get that. Hear me. I get that you want this to be annulled. <laughs> you can't fucking hear me, okay? <laughs> Shut up, kid. <laughs> he keeps telling me I can't hear him, so I guess I can't. Uh, Mop is also like, yeah, I, I, I have, uh, I've taken no steps forward in any process of this. So yes, I would love to take a step back. Uh, <laughs> You're taking the divorce really well, but so did all my grandparents. So maybe someday we'll cohabitate with our new partners. <laughs> he's turned back into a little van and he's riding away. <laughs> There he goes. Part van, part man, part man array. <laughs> a van array. Um, van array. Van array. <laughs> so this is literally the later the next day. It hasn't been that much time. The town is picking itself up from the original uh, hunt for the uh, Modrons that are now just kind of floating around friendly. They're not yeah. like on, they were never on the side of uh, the oh, Tin Barnabas. That's going to be um, good for tourism. <laughs> Mayor is like, yeah, maybe we could do that. Um, Dazzle Raz. Don't you have a family? Are you on Dazzleraz's back? Always. Are you, uh, <laughs> as you say this, uh, Dazzleraz's eyes turn purple and he looks up into the north and he goes, the call, uh, and starts galloping away. That's how she would have wanted Brenda to go. Elizabeth assumes this is absolutely her destiny and just tucks into Dazzleraz's long curly hair. <laughs> Uh, Astrid, um, Turbine, you see Brent Elizabeth just gallop straight into the distance. <laughs> Turbine, don't I you have some it. kind of, of motorcycle type situation? <laughs> My little car? I mean, it's kind of more like a wacky a Dr. To... Seuss type car. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna... Some guy, some uh, gnome comes up and is like, has anybody seen my horse? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, tell, I tell him that the horse is in a better place, which is true. <laughs> Dwarves are coming up to Astrid, giving her a little, um, sort of a new type of daily present. They are giving <laughs> presents to their new queen uh, because she yes. wields the Iron Comet. She's now... Thank you. More presents, add them to the pile. Ooh, that one's quite big. I'm shaking all of these presents, but not opening them. This is right. The these world are... is it's as it should be. open a rings. present in front of the person that got it for you. <laughs> I'm just sh shaking them and feeling and trying to figure, them, figure it out. <laughs> I look at the corduroy of the universe, and I, I see that <laughs> I see that all the lines are very straight. Everything is everything is as it should be. It's orderly and good. I I stroke it a little bit. <laughs> Turbine, uh, can you make a deck saving throw? <laughs> sure. Not with advantage because you're not in any metal. Yeah, it's uh, nineteen. Wow. Okay. You slip on a banana peel, but you maintain. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where we'll end the arc. <laughs> Thank you for for sticking through this longer than normal episode. That's great. Uh, and thanks so much for getting the podcast started on such a great foot. What a delight. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, really gosh. it's really kind of like a flume ride of uh, <laughs> that you've led us yes. on. Um, you know. Uh, 
a big yeah. big climax at the end mm-hmm. and then very pleasant otherwise. A real yeah. universal Jurassic Park ride. Mm. We were scared, we were thrilled. We got kind of yeah. soaked. Yeah. Like a, a or like a lazy river but more exciting. Yes. You mm. know. The ease mm. of uh, a lazy river with the fun like of a, the Jurassic Park drop. Like a kind of hard working river. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a, yeah. A a four D despicable me grew experience <laughs> that um, I think we all enjoyed sure, multiple sure. senses. Sure. All our senses were delighted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beto, beto. <laughs> uh, papaya teriyaki. <laughs> <laughs> wow, with just as much sense as we've ever made, as always so far, for the last time of this ep- arc of the campaign. Uh, that's it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and we have an arc bark, but so we'll our, <laughs> So you will uh, have we'll to hear then. our stupid voices one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking stupid fucking voices. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, idiots. Bye. Bye, you dumb fucking fucks. <laughs>